Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out and use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News and the Graphics Group for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. We cannot thank you guys enough. Without you guys, none of this would be possible. You guys are really what keeps this ship afloat. Head on over to patreon.com slash blackflagpodcast to become a pal today. For just four sixty nine a month, you get some monthly giveaways, some merchandise discounts, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every He's fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, occasional uh, alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually. Matt, we beat him, so it's all good. <laughs> it's something different. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, we are back in the Solero Commerce compound. This is going to be episode 158, I think, something like that. Uh, as always, I am Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. To my left is Bradley Saucier at BSauce96. To his left is Bobby Timmons at Bobby Timmons13 on all things social media, including Snapchat now. But today, uh, we do have a very special guest. You made a trek north all the way from wherever the fuck you're from. <laughs> According uh, to two, I think it was two shows ago, I guessed Plainville, Connecticut. Was I correct? No, that's where my shop is. I live in Wolcott. It's like 15 minutes uh, away. We'll okay. have to go back and edit that episode. It's not your turn to talk yet. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, we are at Black Flag. Uh, wow, at Black Flag Pod on all things social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Don't look at me like that. Do I have to edit uh, that out? No, you might have to. <laughs> 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 uh, Facebook, uh, all sorts of cool things. We are on the Patreon app as well too. So head on over to the Patreon app. Uh, look at the Black Flag Podcast. Get uh, special discounts off of merchandise, exclusive content, all sorts of cool shit. Uh, but now, uh, directly across from me, uh, it is the one. It is the only. It is Bobby's hero. Mm. This is Michael Christopher <laughs> <Was>. Jr. <laughs> What's up, pal? How was the drive? The drive wasn't bad. Because uh, you live not close to here, correct? No, but... What was it, four hours? No, three. Oh, sorry to bother. Well, yeah, change. with you, right? He's a race car driver. Yeah. <laughs> Google said three and a half. That makes one of us. Uh, so <laughs> you started out the show by bullying them though. He's a, he's a bully. You're, uh, you're picking up what he's putting down. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah if we didn't shit on each other, we, that means we don't like you. Yeah, I exactly. wanted nothing for two years just to be Mike Christopher's friend. And now I'm his friend. He's a fucking bully. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bully you really Bobby? Get, you... Told me I sucked at road racing, which he's right, well, but it still hurt. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> is the, it true? <laughs> the, the real me came out with all the ball busting and stuff. So. Well, just remember drunk words are sober thoughts. Uh, yeah, he, and he I had been drinking for 14 hours straight and then tried to race uh, road racing cars on iRacing in a dirt-modified simulator cockpit, and uh, Mike told me I sucked. Where was this? Uh, the Magic Shoes Inn and Suites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Five-star resort. Two of the best couches I've ever slept on in my life. 
five stars every time. Was it a, was it like a flip and fuck deal or is it? No, just it's like just a, the way the seat was mounted and the way the pedals and the, I meant the couch. Oh, I think you're talking about Max <laughs> like dirt mod simulator. You could flip and fuck the, the, the dirt simulator. That's no, they were just regular couches. The first night, um, I fell asleep in a beanbag chair and moved to a couch, and the second night, I shared a couch with the uh, Scene Fosters. Well, now you know what it's like to sleep at Noah Gregson's house as well too. Uh, uh, so you, the, you, the you, simulator, yeah. Do we should we touch on that again? Because uh, should we? yeah, yeah. Okay, he's, he's like just staring a hole right through me. You're gonna cry my soul I, again. I, I heard that there were um, tissue boxes here for you for because you were crying over what I said. Yeah, you told me I sucked, Mike. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> just so everyone knows, <laughs> didn't make a lap, <laughs> which is fine. I know you were drinking. I know it wasn't the right simulator. I didn't. I didn't go very far on the simulator either because it was very different. Yeah, like, I left. Like the, said, I the left pedal. the room. I was so offended. I just got up and left and drank yeah. more. <laughs> I could tell he was getting mad, madder the more that I was busting his balls about it. And... Which I really wasn't. I was just, I am so bad at road racing when I'm sober. And then when I'm not sober, I like to think that it's a Cadillac CTSV with a wing. I should be able to hold it wide open all the way around Lime Rock. And nope. I couldn't. Yeah, the, well, the force feedback was wrong. Everything was wrong. Yeah. So, you know yeah, what? Terrible. Benefit of the doubt. We're going to drive to Wyndham after this and we're going to try my simulator out and, and I'll, I'll fucking probably okay. do no better. <laughs> the the words out of Bobby's mouth was never meet your heroes. <laughs> He's yep. a fucking bully. Yeah. Are you a bully? He bullied you, Brad. He like, called Brad fat. I just like busting balls. Were you were you a bully in school? This is an intervention. So. I hope you understand. No, 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 I wasn't. That's what I asked him before I got here. I was like, is this just because I heard about uh, you and the simulator and then Brad with the... Uh, yeah, I ordered a fucking salad. <laughs> he heard about it as if he wasn't the one to say these things to us. And I was like, is this like a, a roast fest? Is that what I'm going into? Naturally, but... yeah. If, we, if if I didn't shit on you or get shat on, it's because we don't like each other, I yeah. assume. Well, was well, the deal we're fine. Yeah. Brad, Brad did some digging, actually. Apparently, we're, this is the first time. This is the first time since June of 2020 that us three have had a guest in studio. Yeah, well, COVID, you know, ruined that. I've listened to your shows before with the uh, the Zoom and stuff, and you said it was on Zoom and. Honestly, I listen to way too much Joe Rogan to know that, you know, in person's way better. And so I'm Mike sure asks, listeners are gonna like Mike that. asks on Friday at the Syracuse indoor race. He says, Is this a do I do I call in with the phone? Is this a Zoom? I go, No, Mike, you write us a letter <laughs> <laughs> And it goes straight to Brad's work. <laughs> yeah. I I intercept it in the mail stream and then we just read it. That yeah, sounds perfect. terrible. So Mike certainly did, uh, gets the award for most dedicated uh, guest. Oh my god, yeah. I, I don't. Mean, I I barely want to drive twenty minutes to do this shit every week. And you drive well, this hours. is my final week before starting work next Monday, and I know Portland's really nice. I've been looking at that, and so I'm like, you know, let's just go with Amanda and hang out for a day, and maybe we can do something on tuesday yeah. tomorrow so, so this is now where i tell you um what i just told these guys we're actually here to interview amanda not you so if you could get yeah, us so if you could give her the uh, seat if you could politely <laughs> fuck off that'd be great <laughs> no uh are you ready for portland after the show because that that that's yeah. going to be the shit that people don't hear yeah and yeah that's fine yeah we were not bringing these bars to the uh, these bars these, these bar. microphones to the bar <laughs> i mean we could I, I feel like we won't be very popular if we do that <laughs> no. uh, shit. Yeah, so have you I'm have you ever portlanded in your life no, nope. you've never. Have I've you been, been to where I've been. I've been to Portsmouth. Have Port, you been to Portsmouth? Have you ever? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's spelled. <laughs> have you um, ever been to well, Maine before? I've been to Maine. My dad ran the tour back in '05, whatever, something like that. And so I whatever Beach race Ridge. it was, I went. I all I remember, like I told Brad, um, is the water park that I was at. Fun. This time. is Amanda's first time Rock at the. Boulder Palace that Maine is. I'm driving up here. All I see are like rocks and boulders on the Fucking side of the road. Fucking pine trees everywhere. <laughs> That's all I see. 
Yeah. That's so what, are you, what are your thoughts so far? You've been here, what, an, an hour or two? The Highway 95 was great. It's wide open, very flat and smooth. So shout out to them for, you know, making good pavement and stuff because the roads in Connecticut yeah. are pretty bad. We get taxed to fuck here so that um, well, yeah. we better have a goddamn good <laughs> I-95 for how much we pay yeah, in you're, taxes. Yeah, you're, That's what you're I think welcome. right now. Yeah. Uh, sh- driving up to um, Portland looked nice. Looks like a nice city. Yeah. So you are you prepared though? Because like it's all bars. You yeah. understand that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's that's also cool. a Monday night. <laughs> that's what okay. New Smyrna was, <laughs> and and Syracuse. So yeah, we had a good time at Syracuse this weekend. Yeah, tell me what I missed, boys. Well, Mike didn't even make the fucking race, so didn't make the race. I, I that's <laughs> three out of three that I haven't made. So why'd you suck? <laughs> technically, why'd you suck? I don't know, man. It's just fucking. It's different. It's very different. I'll say it. it Trevor Cavallano drove him straight over a tire pile in the B feature when he was in a qualified spot. <laughs> yeah. The the leaders wrecked. Well, I mean, how far back should we go? Should we? St- we yeah. were fast. Well, we, well, I have a fast car. Yeah, let's right? start. Let's start with that's Friday what, when you part. shut the motor off while you were leading the heat race. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a <laughs> there's a there's a Panar bar switch that you could put up and down. Oh, in so it, you're cheating. And it. No, that's legal in a TK. Very oh, really? legal. You can do whatever you want with those. There's no rules. No, you could have in car adjustments. So there's this there's this little. Uh, um, I don't know switch that you can bring the panel bar up and down and it's right next to the ignition ignition switch so I was struggling a little bit in that race and I'm like all right I'll hammer the panel bar down and uh, yeah I hit the ignition <laughs> and it, in the middle and of straight away <laughs> that seems like a poor design <laughs> well it was it worked out fine because yeah, everyone behind yeah. him wrecked <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're that's one of those. true. That's yeah, true. The yeah. guy behind you piled into you, and Jonathan Reed went over the top of him and spun out, and the <laughs> caution came out. And better than, and even better was the restart before that. Bobby Holmes jumped the start and took the lead. Yeah. So the caution comes out. Mike's dead in the water. <laughs> he gets the lead back out of it all. Yeah. And goes on to win the heat race. Yeah. So <laughs> cause a shit show. That's 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 what I. So like you were too. you were quite quite literally that guy. Is yep. what it sounds like. I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't mean to hit the ignition switch and cause everyone to wreck, but <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Whatever. He, I didn't even make it. The they took two out of that, I think. So, right. Yeah, well, from the won. prelim race. Yeah. So missed out of that. Had to go to the B, and was running third in the B, and they took three from that. And uh, the leaders wrecked right right in front of me, and shit happens very quick in indoor racing, as you guys know. I monster jammed over those guys, but they wrecked, and I kept going. And I think when that happened, that's what um, the right front cal- um, brake line sheared a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, the restart happened and got ran into the tires. And after that, the right front wasn't working, you know, the uh, the brake. So it just was spinning out, getting in. Yeah, cool thing about brakes is whether they break a little bit or a lot of it, you have no brakes. Yeah, you don't, so that's you don't just shear a line a little bit. Like any yeah. sort of penetration yeah. in a brake line dumps all the fluid <laughs> out and it no longer works. Yeah. yeah, so I had complete left front brake and the rear brake is only – you know, there's only one, like a go-kart, uh, just the one uh, rotor, I guess you can say. So I had all rear brake and left front, so it turned really good getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's almost too good. Are those, are those all live axle, too? Yeah. Those TQs? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. They're badass. All of them are different, too. You know, you got the Laffler guys with the, like, super modified stuff with the uh, the shocks inside, and my stuff has torsion bar in the back, and a lot of people have that, too. Big tires, small tires. It's just a lot of uh, ingenuity that goes into it. Yeah, Mike being the son of a bitch that he is, he says to me after one of the practices on Friday, he's like, man, Bobby, these are a lot of fun. You ought to try one sometime. I'm like, yeah, dude, people don't just fucking call me to drive their race cars like they do you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so so go, coming off of that, you've gotten to do a lot of cool shit, right? You've, you've done you've done Modifords, you've done TQs. You've, you, That's you, it. Kind of, I mean, we've watched, you, we've watched you do it, though, and, and you get to go to a lot of these cool racetracks and do all this stuff. But, I, I mean... 
not, not to, I mean, you're always upset typically when somebody's like, oh, why does everybody have to talk about my fucking uncle or whatever? But it's like, well, you are Teddy Christopher's nephew, right? Yeah. You're, you're Mike Christopher's son. So how does this all start for you personally? What's the Mike Christopher Jr. story? The beginning of racing? The beginning of racing. Well, you know, I've my parents never went to the racetrack. I was one of those kids <laughs> that <laughs> watched NASCAR growing up and said, Mommy, Daddy, I want to do that. And uh, walked into it all. No, I've never, got never, parents never brought him to the no, race. Not once. even once, right? <laughs> he woke up last weekend and decided he wanted to drive a TQ at Syracuse, and now he's a race car driver. Obviously, it's completely different from that. Been to the track since I was a little kid, and you know, watching my dad and uncle race. Uh, I, my dad had to stop racing because he had me. Uh, Ted obviously never had any kids, so he kept racing and became dominant after that point. You know, the 2000s and all those years. So. I've been going to the races since, you know, whenever I could. And then uh, just naturally, go-karts started at 2009, so I was 10. Uh, legend cars, SKs, and uh, that's where I'm at. Where'd you race go-karts? Pomfret or were you a quarter, were you a quarter midget kid? Or no, no quarter midgets, just uh, Pomfret. Actually, Amanda's dad was uh, a chassis builder and one of the uh, parts guys, setup guys, you name it, uh, in the go-kart stuff. I raced some of, uh, or I had one of his carts, raced at Pomfret, but the wild thing carts up at stafford is what i did those like outlaw looking cars went up to new hampshire a couple times with like the wedge body deals on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that little wing on the side yeah. yeah but her her dad's carts are the uh champ carts and stuff uh those things are cool but uh yeah that's where i started moved up to legend cars and won a million zillion races in those yeah yeah then you set you set the record for most wins in a season at Waterford in that car, right? Yeah, we won a lot of races. They, oh, no they race Wednesday and Saturday, so it kind of helped, but yeah, that was 2014. That was a good year. Actually, raced your buddy Gregson at Vegas for the finals. How, how'd that go? Um, where did I, I finished third. Me, me, um, Christian Eckes, and this kid Carson Ferguson from down south raced this guy Timmy Latigo's car. We're all tied going into for the national championship. You can max out. It's like 2,500 points or something like that. If you get 25 wins at 100 points apiece – that's what we all got. So whoever went into that race and won or finished ahead of whoever, you know, just like the Cup Series stuff that we have now, uh, would win the championship. And Ferguson won the race. Uh, Eckes finished second, and I finished third. Sad story. Yeah. It's... I feel like there's no <laughs> – so, so you beat, Definitely no chip it. about that or anything, right? So, so, so you definitely don't no. remember that by any means. He, he beat Noah is well, what I gathered there. I think <laughs> something happened to him in the race. He won the uh, – what do they call it race of champions race on saturday um yeah that's about he has a, he had a sedan that's all i really remember raced him at virginia <laughs> that's why too. he won uh, sedans um, were where, again we'll go back to that that, that road course stuff um <laughs> i raced him at uh put your finger down stop <laughs> fucking pointing at me that's disrespectful <laughs> respect your elders michael <laughs> road course racing I, I don't know we're just thinking about it that's so much fun did dude. you race Obviously, because you just said it was so much fun, you wouldn't say that if you never did it. Yeah. Did you run a legend car on road course? Yeah, at VIR uh, in Virginia, and also uh, the track at New Hampshire. Just uh, so much fun, dude. Ran VIR in the rain too, because the legend cars have uh, you know groove tires, so you can race them in the rain. Dude, just a fucking blast. I'm gonna let you know something here, Mike. You big bully. I am the 2010 Maine State Semi Pro Road Racing Champion. Ooh, ask me why. Ask really? me why. why. Ask me why. Uh, I beat in legend cars. Yep. We ran I one. Ran we ran one race at Loudon. I beat three other dudes, <laughs> or the three other semi pros. It only takes two to create no, a race, me. man. No, no. He he asked Charlie why you were supposed to let him. Explain. Yeah, but Charlie was gonna spew some <laughs> bullshit that I didn't want to listen to. So well, I mean, it was basically what you were gonna say. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's no, in the record. He's got the man. trophy. I don't. I got a plaque, man. It's, it's buried you. somewhere. Um, if it's if I even still have it, it might actually got thrown away because honestly, I didn't give a shit about it. But that's 2010. You said. Yeah. Wow. And look at him now, getting bullied on an iRacing simulator. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kid tells me I can't road race. I'm a road racing champion. He is a champion. I'm not a road racing champion. So you know what? Props to you. So Bobby's better than you. Is that what you're saying? No, uh, probably not. <laughs> at a road course, never meet your heroes. <laughs> That's the title of the show before the show even started. Yeah, we great. were discussing I, that. It. I would if if it came down to you know uh, I don't know some kind of hypothetical situation. I would love to race road course racing and anything. What do you have for a street vehicle? <clears throat> Honda Civic SI. All right, let's just go race around Charlie's neighborhood here with my Tacoma <laughs> uh, and your SI, and we'll just road race out here. Yeah, we we'll get a stopwatch and we'll you know create a little track. Well, what do we'll we need do a stopwatch? It. We're just gonna race each other. Oh, what do you have? Taco- uh, Toyota Tacoma. It's close enough. Is that a truck? Yeah, kind yeah. of. It's like a diet truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I love I love road course racing. So to be able to, because that's the thing with you know, you know with the i racing stuff. Obviously, I think I i race more than you because I have my buddies that back home that play i racing, and I'm like a little bit better than them on i racing road course because they don't really do it that much. So when I see something like that, somebody needs to get this kid a full time membership so, to bragging camp. So, this is so ridiculous. You're, so you're a fucking nerd, is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> Apparently this is a roast. A Apparently this is a roast of you. I didn't get the memo. I wasn't part of that text yeah. chain. I mean, you I, should I, I roast him. It. He called you fat. I know. He called me. He basically told me I looked pregnant when we went to the pool party. Yeah. Ask he, him if he, he said needs basically because I didn't. Ask I didn't. him if he needs to borrow some money. He's got fucking holes in his jeans. Get get some money. Buy some nice jeans, Mike. What the fuck? Oh, those These are, are Levi's, dude. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, <laughs> those are your church jeans. Levi? Them are more expensive than mine. I'm glad. I'm just glad I fit in mine. Levi's? Are you rich? <laughs> no, I got him at the outlet. <laughs> <laughs> the flea market yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're like jacket. Jacket. he bought the cheapest jeans available at a consignment shop <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck so i mean obviously your last name is christopher right so you you, you do the go-kart thing you've got all this success you know uh, behind you obviously from your father and your uncle and all this stuff so at what point where are you doing go-karts and legend cars and, and, and this stuff where you're like this is something i actually want to do because you probably had every option to just go get a regular job and, and not have to be Michael Christopher Jr. to the you know fans and all that stuff. You could just be a regular human. But what at what point did you say, you know, this is something I want to do? Well, that was never really a thought of mine, like the whole regular job thing. I think I just love racing so much that, you know, I'd rather do that. Like uh, I graduated college in winter, and it, it was like, you know, I could go get a regular job, but then I can also, if I go that route, I kind of have to put racing on the side for, you know, work and uh so i'd rather not do that so what's your what's your degree in finance what finance finance yeah like race car finance like what what are we going to apply that to uh or is that just to say you have a degree like me i mean i if if racing wasn't involved i would love to do something like that but because i enjoy i enjoy that you know crunching numbers and uh stocks and uh all that kind of stuff uh business side of stuff but so uh, going back a couple questions ago you are a nerd yeah, I'm. I'm definitely a nerd. Amanda, is he a nerd? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a history, history and geometry. Geog- geography. Really? I, I'll stare at a map all day. Is there? Oh, I, I'll, day. I'll stare at a map all day, but I'm not staring at numbers. I'll stare at a map. I just don't know where we're going. That's how yeah. I've I've ran <laughs> I've ran my empire straight downhill ever since I started investing. I've done terrific. Yeah. I mean, I have happens. that Mac Miller autograph. The so. That's worth really? a house. Hopefully, he doesn't come back like Tom Brady. Dude, he's back. I know. Doesn't I'm that pumped. suck? Oh. I'm pumped. Forgot that I live in New England. <laughs> I kind of hope he goes to San Francisco. But yeah, Mitch Trubisky. 
Better than Mason Ramsey. Who is, uh, <laughs> Mason that's, Ramsey. That's, that's the little yodel boy. I'd rather, Mason Rudolph. I'd rather, made some heaters. I'm just going to leave that. I'd there. rather have the fucking yodel kid than Mason Rudolph. So I'm glad that we have Mitch Trubisky. Do you, do you like foosball? You, um, are you a sports ball kind of guy? I feel like you don't know much about sports ball. Do you like sports ball? I mean, I don't like... I mean, I watch it every Sunday, but... Are you like a Mike Ordway where you just like nod your head and smile? I'm and not just... going to tell you who's who on the teams. So, so yes. No, no, because Mike Ordway wouldn't sit there and watch it every Sunday. No, Mike Ordway thinks that the guys in the bathroom that wear jerseys that you got at the gift shop were players, so... <laughs> <laughs> I actually race for Chip Ganassi Racing. It's hey. a nice jacket. His name's Chip. My name is Chip, apparently. Yeah, I'm just glad my buddy Chip. Just glad I fit in it because I'm Mike Tommy. called me. Fat. Yeah, you're, you're my buddy Tommy. Yep. I intentionally wore my Dan Barry <laughs> Trashers uh, sweatshirt tonight just because I knew we were gonna have Mike Christopher on the show. You know the connection there, right? Uh, no, I hadn't heard. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> tell please our speak, listeners about please it. Please speak on this audio program that w- that you've been invited on. All right, so Dan Barry Trashers, uh, owned and operated by the Galante family, and J- Jimmy Galante uh, owned all of Ted's race cars from like. 99 to did your dad drive for him too yeah earlier early early 90s or later 90s before ted so there's the connection folks there's a connection and obviously there's a big netflix show about it so yeah that's what made me get drunk and buy the fantastic from Barstool. fantastic but do you do you know jimmy do you you like do you like sit down no personally no no you like couldn't just be like hey what's up pal no no i probably i mean i don't know no i i met him a couple times yeah nice guy yeah, so if he heard this, he's not going to like kill us all or anything? No, no, he's okay. cool. cool. He shouldn't. I'm wearing his fucking his yeah. kid's hockey team's logo on my sweatshirt that I paid $58 <laughs> for. His kid's hockey team. Just a wild sa- sentence for those who actually know the backstory. Still in high school, owning yeah. a minor league hockey team. Would have been the coolest kid in high school. Oh, my God, yeah. By like a long shot. <laughs> Very far. Yeah? yeah? I was fat in high school. Like actually fat, not re- like like right now fat. Yeah. He pulled my shirt up in front of the in the calzone shop. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, you did. No, <laughs> yes, that calzone shop was foul. <laughs> that happened. They make and, a nice product though. And in word for word, <clears> we didn't you know, get them. <laughs> we're, they make a great product. We got the worst product that they sell, unfortunately. That's but tough. It, it, word for word, you said I thought that you were like skinny, and then I saw you at the pool, and you were like, <laughs> <laughs> like you got a little belly on you. It's like, thanks, man. I'm on a 14 day bender. No shit. Yeah, Been drinking you, since 9:30. Never meet your heroes. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you know Bradley the way that we do, you've scarred him for life. So congratulations. No, on I was you. already left your mind. I was already scarred. Yeah. I was already scarred. I, I I could be like stick thin, and I will look at myself in the mirror and be like, God damn, I'm fat. Oh, yeah, well, with, with, with dipshits like Mike tell you you're fat yeah. all the time, no, I, how can you recover from that? Well, dipshits like my this brain is, tell me I I'm fat every day. a roast session. It is. Yeah. I'm having a lot Did, of fun. Do you deserve this? Do you think you deserve this, Mike? I, I think that was a little far. <laughs> <laughs> but I, don't, I don't mean it like you know, I don't, I don't no, know. I, yes, Mike, we know you're joking. We don't think you're serious. <laughs> well, Brad might. It's just but, fun yeah. to. It's just <laughs> Brad might. It's just fun to and throw I'm a little it back. offended, but that's fine. It's yeah. just fun to throw it back like a little roast. Not yeah. mad, just it's, pissed. No, it's fine. We but rolled the, out the red the road course me. thing. <laughs> I'm not taking that back. <laughs> what do you mean? By the third time I missed turn one on out on my uh, on my outlap, you, you hold you on, hold on, stands on the brake, escape, <laughs> um, <laughs> test car. Just, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm just hold on. <laughs> I'm just very glad that uh, he wasn't looking at the TV to the left of the simulator, which could not be more like six inches away. Well, no, that's not true. Six inches. Um, <laughs> I was racing the SRX video game, and I could not go straight. I was spinning out every time I hit the gas, and that that's with a controller, and that's like for people that are 
eight years old. Yeah, you just hit X and hold X wide open and then hit like the left button. Yeah, see, I was trying the hold the wide open thing. wasn't working. It was um, like NASCAR 03. It was fishtailing <laughs> like it was snowing out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. How do you like our setup? Too I, tall for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I know. So, I, I yeah, you are like out. six foot eight. <laughs> so, so before we get into more real questions here, you're sitting on a, a wooden chair here. <laughs> yep. About ten thirty last night, I'm I sitting. Just, I put a snap of your. Uh, I put a snap of this on my story for listeners. Yeah. It's a real professional setup. It really. Do you know what that the the base of that is from originally? Mm. Uh, that was so that Bradley's was it your grandmother? Yeah, my grandmother <laughs> could could get out of the chair that Bobby's sitting in currently because <laughs> <laughs> it reclines so far <laughs> that she needed a nice little prop up. Uh, it's a nice chair. <laughs> But about ten thirty last night, post Meridian, I'm sitting in the in the couch upstairs watching the nice big screen TV, and I haven't seen Brad all day because he well went on a, about a five day bender in Syracuse with you fellas, and I, I yeah we got to get onto that after you. I unfortunately yeah. didn't get to partake in that. It was a great time. About ten thirty, he comes up, opens the door. I haven't seen him like I said, and he's like, "Do we have a TV? Do we have a TV dinner tray?" I was like, "Are you eating?" I was like, he's like. No. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I, I think there might be some in the garage. He's like, no, I'll just go to Walmart. They're like 10 bucks. And he just fucks off and disappears and comes back with that. Uh, apparently, that was for uh, your, your glorious setup that you have here tonight. Ten, uh, ten bucks. Ten that's bucks? Good. Yeah, that's it's good. quality, right? Yeah. So the options were this table, which is very long. And there's a beer pong table, which is, I think, even longer. And uh, I was going to set it up right there, but then I was like, ah, it doesn't make any sense. Might as well roll out the red carpet, you know? Yeah, you have a podium. <laughs> Uh, you're on good. stage yeah, someone as dedicated as mike was to drive three hours to come do the show with us you need to really give him like the, you, the good setup you need yeah. the ten dollar uh i think we crushed dinner it. tray and by we i mean brad oh good job brad he yeah, started planning you. this when we left mclaughlin's house sunday morning at like 11 to uh ride home for six hours he's like yeah i gotta figure out a way to set up the fourth mic and what are we gonna do and i'm like oh, this is a you problem yeah. man yeah, uh, Brad is very much the planner of the group he nailed it like yeah, i crushed it yeah. out of the park I've planner ceo um COO, post, post Meridian, everything. Chief executive, executive, mailman in charge, mailman. Yeah, I, and I, and I am male, so you are. Yes. Uh, oh, by by assigned at birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearer of many hats. Yeah. I went into a gender neutral bathroom uh, this week and I felt uncomfy because I wasn't sure that what place I was, was anymore. So much fun though. <laughs> was there a urinal? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Interesting. Yeah, we did. We did have ourselves quite a quite a weekend. Quite a Saturday ball. afternoon. We should probably so, start yeah, with Friday because yeah, we're gonna have to tell the story of Friday as to why my Saturday uh, freed up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into uh, the happenings of Friday and um, the just yeah. Everything. I guess I'll, I'll tell my third of or my portion of Friday. Um, as everybody's heard, I helped Matt Janish. Oh, had. Uh, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> well, uh, spoiler alert: things didn't go well for us Friday night. Um. Had a pretty good car. Didn't kind of missed it in time trials. Started on the pole, of the heat race. Won the heat race with pretty much little to no effort. Uh, started fifth in the in the main or the prelim main on Friday night. Was going was up to fourth. I don't know. Was like about halfway through it. I think about um, he was fourth behind Tim, Timmy Buckwalter was second. Who the fuck was leading? I think Sean and I. Um, Buckwalter like spun the tires or something on the restart. Got jammed up and. I think it was Andy and I got under him. Andy like just barely clipped the tires in the inside. That it moved the car out like six or eight inches. Matt hit his right rear, jumped his right rear, went head on into the wall, flipped it into the fence. Thing came to came back down to earth. Throttle hung wide open. Blew the motor up sitting there. Um, presume, yeah. Assume he was knocked out. I actually don't know uh, for a fact whether he was or wasn't, but I'm gonna assume he was. Flipped the car back over. Get him out of it. He walked back to the pit area. Um, 
but adrenaline wore off and it was pretty evident he bumped his head after that and uh pretty much put the end of our weekend i ended up with two fractured vertebrae i assume a concussion he was walking around a back brace saturday night i know he bumped his head but he had said to me saturday night he's like i think we could have fixed the car and raced i'm like yeah no yeah we we probably could have all we had to do is change motor but (laughs) who was racing it yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) probably wasn't gonna be him but that's a little uh, scary. That that video is it was, fucking gnarly. It um it gut checked me. I haven't been gut checked by a race car in a long time. Like that one kind of got to me for a second after things settled down. We got back to the pit area and I'm like, oh shit! Like you you can still get hurt doing this. Like, and that's his own car, right? Uh, Roger Mahan Mahar, somebody owns it, um, but, but it's, he, pra- it's practically his. He yeah. sets up the seat to be you know for him. And yeah, all that yeah. Stuff. He it's keeps the car like in his house. Yeah, no, he keeps the car his. It might as well just be his car. Like the guy just bit, said here, have it and race it, but. Yeah. Um, it bent it bent the frame pretty good, but we could have fixed it. Um, you know, it wouldn't have been pretty, and it probably wouldn't have gone that good. But it wasn't like that's the problem is like the way it hit, it didn't hit anything. It just hit head on on the front bumper. And with the uh, Jersey barriers, it just climbed it. Yeah, from just that ramped the thing. I shared the video to our Facebook page this yeah. afternoon. I don't for those that haven't seen it, you can go check it out. But it was a uh, it was a pretty wicked wreck. We've seen a lot of wicked wrecks in indoor racing, but that was uh, that was one of them. It, so that the the track, so I, I didn't get to go unfortunately, but like the track itself, see, like a kind of a different setup than what I'm used to at Atlantic City. Correct, very tight, smaller. It, yeah, it seemed a lot smaller and very had more small. like open room around the track. Yeah, correct? it was just it was one giant building, almost like the Chili Bowl. It's like an exposition center. Uh-huh. So um, the setup was actually pretty cool because like mm. the probably like, one of the things that sucks about Atlantic City is when you're in the pits, you don't even know if there's racing going on, right? Because you can't even hear the racetrack. Never mind see it. Where this was all wide open, they had a big jumbotron. The the downside was it was fucking loud all the time. Yeah, they had these uh, ventilation systems going the whole time. Uh, it was like Brad and I had all these like grandeur plans of like getting interviews and content. And as soon as they turned the vents on, it's like, well, we can scrap that idea because you literally with just the vents on you couldn't hear. And then when the midgets got out there, yeah. forget about it. Like. Yeah. I've been around racing my whole life. Even I was like, dude, fucking somebody give me some earplugs. This is brutal. So everybody was pitted in the same building too, yeah. though? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Just like what, the what, Chili Bowl, like you said. Yeah. yeah. What were your thoughts, Bradley? No, it was great. Uh, really loud. Uh, asked Mike for, for some ear protection, and he basically called me a little bitch. Um, and <laughs> well, so I didn't use them. <laughs> never, uh, meet, never meet your heroes. I, I, he, asked he was me wearing them. <laughs> yeah, I was, was, was going to say, I was wearing them. <laughs> And, and you I still called, called him a bitch? See, that's exactly respect my that. point. Is <laughs> yeah, the, the ball that. busting thing. You know? Don't worry, yeah. though. J.J. Vs only had 400 pairs of them. And do you think I grabbed you a pair? No. Nope. That's fine. <laughs> well, see, see, I care. You do. Yeah. You do. Well, yeah. Do well, you? Do you, though? Yeah, about sticks, his ears. Sticks and stones. <laughs> Never meet sticks your heroes. Sticks and stones. Yeah. He gave me ear protection. I did. Call me, I, call me a bitch. It helped. Yeah, it did. It would have. It was <laughs> so loud in there, but like a great facility. Yeah, brand it's all, new it, place. It's all, it was brand new like three years ago, um, conveniently located right on top of where there used to be a one-mile dirt racetrack. But, Ooh, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So you you two had never been there before, obviously, right? Yeah. You, you've done that. I've never been there. You've never been there? No? So that, well, they only you? ran once, and then... <clears throat> that was three was, years ago. Oh, shit. See, when I set up this ride for the TQs, this was the first place that I was supposed to run in 20... 20 right yeah. 2020 so who, whose car are you racing again trey hoddock okay ted actually raced for him his final year's racing mm-hmm. and somehow i don't know got talking to him and at the end or at the uh 2020 season at atlantic city and he was like yeah I'll, I'll get a car together and we'll race it at syracuse next month or whatever and that was 2020 covid hit and we were like about to leave like the car was ready to go we were gonna show up there and uh, they shut the track down like 24 hours before the race. 
So, so what are your initial thoughts here walking into Syracuse doing TQ things? Because you, you had already raced at Atlantic City, right? And Allentown. And at Allentown. So you've done all this stuff. So what are your thoughts going into Syracuse? Um, well, I thought the tra- I thought I thought I wasn't going to like the track because it was smaller, and I felt like I liked Atlantic City better because it was much bigger and, uh, I don't know, just nicer. You know, Atlantic City is the best. I've been going there since I was, uh, you know, 10 years old, too, watching Ted. But this place was just different. It was just small and kind of looked like it was put together. But at the end of the weekend, I, I thought it was great. I, I really liked it. But just thinking about racing TQs in general, it's just so different than any other kind of racing. And I obviously didn't have an adapted to it yet. Well, okay. So talk about that. You've got quite a bit of quite a bit of experience in modifieds, open wheel modifieds, things like that. High horsepower, big wide tires, and now you hop in this thing that's fucking tiny with all the horsepower not a lot of tire and they're like all right go figure it out on well, a hockey the, rink the horsepower tire is, thing is not an issue at all because of the coke syrup they put down the, the place just has so much grip but then also it kind of uh goes against what i'm saying the the grip goes away as the race goes on so you are sliding around a lot but um uh, the power to weight ratio thing is not an issue for the most part it doesn't spin much it doesn't you know, it's just gripped. It is locked down to that racetrack. Like, for people that don't know, if you walk on a racetrack in the grip, your shoes will probably come up. So the biggest thing was me for me that the issue was was just it's very fast. It's fast-paced <coughs> racing. You are door-to-door with people. There's concrete wall right there. There's tires right there that can spin you out. There's people right next to you. It's, it's just really quick, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's different. So, um, so what was the, so first, so you, again, you've done the modified thing. You've done legend cars, go-karts, all this stuff. First time you're ever thrown into a TQ, what are your immediate thoughts? Like first time and you're like, oh, holy fuck, what is this? Or is it? Oh yeah. Cause yeah. the first time at, at, at Allentown, they spray the Coke syrup down. And the whole point is that you run a couple practice sessions and the TQs for the most part, put all the rubber down on a racetrack and it sticks to that Coke syrup, sticks to the ground. And that, that is how they create, create grip so that you could race. And the first time I went out there, they just sprayed the Coke syrup down. There's no rubber on the racetrack. They're like, all right, TQs are ready to go. And uh, I go out there. There's no rubber on the track, and I'm way off the pace. I, I think I was last out of 50 cars, like the first round of practice because there's nothing there. I'm like, what am I doing here? You know, the whole the whole thing with the, I don't know, the, it's a very ego-driven sport. So when you see yourself at the bottom of the boards, it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Not even close. But as time went on and practice sessions got put on the track, rubber gets put down and it actually feels like a real racetrack. It went from, what am I doing here? To, this is the most fun I've ever had in a race car. Because it is out of control, balls to the wall racing. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you might not have made the race, but you were plenty fast enough to. Yeah, that's the thing, too. For people that don't know, I didn't make the race. My teammate won the damn championship out of the whole series. So, like, that doesn't feel great. So, you <laughs> so know? It's not like you were driving junk. Yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in a good car, and, you know. Uh, no, you did have know. shit luck. As much as we've been ball yeah. busting here, it was completely out of your control. That's the thing, too. Like, I, I hate having excuses <clears throat> and saying this happened, that happened. It's like whatever happens on the track happens, and a lot of it has to do with whoever's behind the wheel. But there's a lot of luck that goes on in that well, TQ and it's, racing. It, you, the B main's 10 laps. You're getting around there in seven seconds. Yeah. You have about the wiggle room to make a half a mistake, and they're all you're fucked. Yeah. The, and not uh, that it, like, it wasn't your fault, but you got put into the tires and spun out with, like, four laps left, and you needed to pass six cars to get in. Like, yeah. just, you and can't, it's a, you it's can't a recover. It's a caution fest that, that, yeah. that 
LCQ, B main, whatever the hell. But it started on that Friday night. Well, the biggest thing you have to do is qualify in the top 12. That's the biggest thing. They have uh, single car qualifying, the top 12. Uh, don't have to do the heat races, and they start first through third or first through fourth, whatever, in the three LC- three uh, main races on Friday. And uh, that's the biggest thing. you got to get through that race and hopefully get to the top two or three, whatever it was. Didn't do that, and uh, shit just goes downhill from there. It's, it's a very Murphy's Law type of racing where, you know, what can't go wrong definitely will go wrong. And it, it, when it goes bad, it's bad. It, it seems like the type of setup where once one bad thing happens, it's very yeah. easy it's for just it to snowball. snowball. It's yeah. so tough to recover. <clears throat> and like I talked about us at Atlantic City getting uh, only one qualifying lap, put us behind the eight ball for the whole weekend. Same thing happened this weekend. We were <clears> – <throat> they did a they do group qualifying, so it's like a reverse order of the final practice speeds. And – so Scott Cruder was Mike's teammate, Andy Jankowiak, and Matt were the three fastest cars in final practice. So we were in the very last group for qualifying, which is like pretty much bank on time trial and in the top five here. Uh, Cruder was second, Andy was third, we were 15th. And so what, what like... What happened? I don't know. I really don't know. The track changes so much. Yeah, it's brutal. It's and really like So talk, talk about that. How so? What what changes about it? Well... So, I mean, obviously, put, we, we know probably more yeah. than the common person but if, put, if yeah, you're if you're bringing somebody to one of these indoor events for the first time much like i was probably three four years whatever it was five years ago you know if you're dropping them in here you know what what is changing as you're seeing it obviously you're seeing the track get black and, and dark and all these things but what is physically changing with you in the your ass in the seat in the in the racetrack uh grip level uh you know you put the coke syrup down and then you run the race cars on it and they put rubber down onto the syrup and then um they actually change the tires there's tires that line the inside of the turns and they put those in and out to make to put rubber down on the top groove and on the bottom groove so it kind of calls for two groove racing but as time goes on and as other series goes out like the slingshots or the champ carts uh they actually pick rubber up and it's a bottom feeding racetrack for the most part so you go out there one time and the the car is stout to you know the car has a lot of grip and uh the track has a lot of grip on the bottom and then an hour later after a bunch of other cars go out there uh you go out there the first time and there's it looks like bare concrete on the bottom of the racetrack and there's a ton of black grippy uh, groove uh, rubber up on the top groove and so you're constantly adapting to the racetrack by the time the feature rolled around Saturday night the bottom groove was completely non-existent yeah the race which, was the top yeah and which you had the guys who race a little more correct or, or a little more friendly would choose the top and the guys that really wanted to win would just choose the bottom it was ridiculous and take the top <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> like, dude. just hope like, it would work people <laughs> like, were getting hammered Ryan, out of the Ryan way. Bartlett ended up winning the A main um and he chose the bottom every restart because he and, was an animal. And everybody that was on the top of him didn't stand a chance. <laughs> he I wanted mean, to win that race. He, he, put, he was going to be there put, whether you wanted him. He put not. Andy Jankowiak in the catch fence <laughs> to win that race. Like I saw that video too. That was pretty yeah, fucking gnarly. He did want to win the race, and it was fun to watch. Like that was one of the most most entertaining TQ races I've ever seen. Did you see uh, Straight Shooters slingshot pass into turn three? So he's referring to Scott Cruder. Scott is his teammate. I'm going to start a Twitter account called uh, Nickname Hall of Fame, and Straight Shooter Scott Cruder is a first ballot Hall of Fame. Straight Shooter. Dude, that's great. Yeah, I watched his his onboard video on YouTube last night. Um, Pretty entertaining. He is a smooth operator. Like, that motherfucker barely turns the wheel. Just mm, mm. Some of those guys are out there just chopping wood. All the way around the racetrack. You got a bee in their helmet. <laughs> Mike just raised his hand. <laughs> See, that's a crazy thing, too. Swatting flies out there. I watch Andy J. Uh, Flores, obviously one of the best there. Um, 
Scott Cruder, they barely turned their hands, and they're the fastest cars out there. You go back five years, fastest car out there was Ted. Dude, swap. He, had, fl- he must have put houses. a steering rack in every race. <laughs> Building yes. houses. Oh, my God. Would wear out the steering rack. Up the wall, down the wall, on the tires. And it's – I don't know if, like, could – I bet you could still apply that. Well, you know, the craziness uh, uh, steering compared to the smooth steering and still compete. But it's like, did – did something change, or is it everyone just smoother? But correct me if I'm wrong too, though. But wasn't Ted in that situation the type of person maybe lay down one lap and then that was it, as opposed to them all being pretty fast, as opposed to like Flores who can do no, probably was, the same thing. Ted was, you know, obviously Ted Christopher. I mean, good, obviously, like, but yeah. he like it was it was. I don't know how I'm trying to describe it, but basically he was a lot like Ryan Bartlett. Like you, once he got to the lead, you weren't getting by him. Yeah. It was zero chance. Like good luck. <laughs> that's that's another thing too. It's a very you need to have the right mindset going in there, and it's not a clean uh, mindset. I don't no. care who you are, unless you win those races, you got to do some dirty shit on a racetrack. Well, that that indoor deal—that's all offensive driving. Yeah, it's all one hundred percent offense. And I don't yeah. even know—I could be wrong, but I kind of was in earshot of when Jan Kowiak came in after the race, and he didn't even really seem like he was that mad. He's like, "Oh fuck," you know. And then his Facebook post—he's like, "Oh, we were one lap away from a championship." But he was bitching at the race director. I saw that. Nope, I'd missed that part, but I believe it. I mean, he had every right to. I mean, partly to just drive right straight in the fence. But dude, it was a hell of a race. <laughs> 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 I was obviously in the stands, but I loved it. It was great. Yeah, it was like I said lead. earlier. It was definitely one of the most entertaining TQ races. I think a little bit of it helped was I wasn't um, about to go into cardiac arrest because uh, Matt was not in the race. Normally, Matt's in the race, and it's not that enjoyable. But I mean, hey, Bob, you're usually down on the infield, aren't you? Yeah, and doing circles. Bob yeah. and I was we're, we're gassing beers up in the uh, nosebleeds, yeah. <laughs> having a good time. Yeah, yeah we were deleting McUltras. Yeah, rapid yeah, rate. Bob, Bob walks into. We walked into the gas station because we obviously went the night before, and and I was up in the stands drinking. Bobby came up to have a beer, and then um, ended up having to to vacate the premises. But um, we walked into the gas station to get the beers that they sell at the racetrack because they're six dollars a beer. I'm not gonna fucking drink six dollar beers. So uh, I get uh, just regular Bud Lights. Bobby gets Mick Ultra fucking pounders. And didn't realize they I didn't were pounders. Realize they, were pounders. <laughs> they were selling Mick Ultras at the racetrack. I was like, I'll just get Mick Ultras, and I uh, I got like slam cans. <laughs> <laughs> they were they weren't selling pounders at the racetrack. But whatever. When but, you sit in row forty, <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't matter, and you had plenty of people to uh, to share them with, like Corey. Yeah, we uh, shared a beer with Corey DiMatteo, who was also in a qualified spot at one point and also ended the weekend in the catch fence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and watched from the grandstands. And he watched from the nosebleeds with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he got a raw end of a deal as well because the guy on the inside just yeah, fucked forget, up and got sent to the tires. The, the leader yeah. hit the tires on a restart. Yeah, I think it was uh, Ryan Tidman clipped the tire, pushed Corey out three wide and, and you can't blame Jonathan Reed there was a hole the size that you could drive a dump truck through to take the lead and a B feature and he did and they came together and Corey was just the shit end of the stick and the wall really was like a ramp yeah I, mean, I, you... I feel like they really need to change that not only for the the Jersey barrier thing like if you touch it you climb it but also the Janish thing because yeah. I mean why do we have concrete wall I mean I don't know it's you know I mean, it's a I racetrack feel, I feel like you there's can't... enough room where there there could have been something maybe where yeah I mean you softer can't, where the wall is and just push it out because there's plenty of room around there the was racetrack. room yeah, yeah. It's Matt tough you can't exactly set up a safer barrier no there. no but, you can't you're right that's what I was thinking but you can't there, there, there's got to be an alternative you would I guess I don't know Matt Matt's wreck was like worst case scenario I, yeah I jump a wheel coming off the corner and he hit the wall head on like I mean most guys like. 
he, you know, Jankowiak and DiMatteo, they like, caught it with the right front. and But, like, Mats was literally, he hit the wall, like, perpendicular. Yeah, yeah. not only did he hit the wall, like, head on, but he was, he was up also in the air flight. and then yeah. landed and hit the wall. Yeah, he had no chance time. to slow down because all four tires were off the ground um, until about a millisecond before it hit the wall. And then they were really off the ground again. Um, the back of his helmet had, like, paint chips missing. So I think it was the impact coming back down that did just as much damage as the initial impact to him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting. The, scary the shit, dude. It was very scary. That was that was yeah. the first time I've ever been scared in an indoor race, and I watched someone do some fucking phenomenal shit last two years ago at Atlantic City. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I mean, we all understand that racing cars is dangerous, and none of us, you know, are guaranteed to get out of it alive. But it certainly, like I said, it gut checked me just because it was my friend. I'm like, holy fuck! Like, and and, and the scariest <clears throat> part about it is the thing comes to rest upside down, immediate red flag. So the entire field shuts, you know, shuts it down, and all you just hear is. Whoa! I'm like, holy fuck, things hung wide open. He uh, is out cold. And it's just an eerie sound. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah, that is always kind of like <laughs> fucks with your head a little bit when you hear that. Yeah, didn't really like that. Didn't like any of that. But yeah. aside from that, though, the race was pretty good. And um, we ended up having some extracurricular activities on Friday that were uh, actually both days. I, Saturday was way too much fun. Yeah, Friday night was really was fun. We, uh, we, we ventured to downtown Syracuse. Marcus and Corey were like, oh, we know a spot. That spot was closed. Um, <laughs> So we that's, go to this. That's the one next to the school, right? That's where you guys started. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, so we go. To this, we go to this other bar. Nobody's in it, but I'm like, you know what? I just need a drink. Like I'm fucking <laughs> just need need to unwind for a minute. So. Fucking dipshit behind the bar. We're like, yeah, can we get oh, some Jack Sours? God. They're like, we uh, we don't have Jack, but we have Jim Beam, and uh, oh. all we have is whiskey and sour mix. Oh we're like, uh huh. Like, yeah, that's what yeah, we're asking. <laughs> that's asking. what we just ordered. We're asking for. He's like, oh, I'm like, sorry guys. Like all I got is Jim and, sa- and, I, and, and sour mix. I don't have Jack, but I have whiskey. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm like, All right. and it was fucking good. It was like, very. It was good. delicious. Yeah. And and then so, um, never meet your heroes. The bully over here tells us <laughs> tells us to go to this other bar, Benjamin's on Franklin or something. I don't know. So we get there, whatever. The, just it sounds really good. Yeah. All right. Seemed... I went off the Google review <laughs> yeah, picture. It and sounds everything. like an incredible place. Charlie, you're gonna like you're gonna appreciate this move. Show up with a cigar kind of place. You know. <laughs> you're gonna appreciate this move. Marcus loved it. Marcus and Corey yeah. thought it was funny. So, um, Narducci, Mike, and Amanda were already in there. We get there. Guys, like ten dollar cover, twenty dollars for you guys with your hats. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, and Excuse they me? just look at me. I was like, uh, I'm all set. I can go find another bar that. Um, yeah. People like me can go drink yeah. at. <laughs> but how about you go fuck yourself and I'll spend this twenty dollar bill elsewhere. But the I, problem is they had already paid to get in, so they paid a cover, watched us say no, and then came back out. <laughs> you so got you show up into the place and there's a, there's a bouncer and then there's a security guy with one of those handheld, uh, you know, they pat you down kind of thing, that metal detector, or the whatever. wand deal. Yeah, the yeah. wand. And then there's a picture that says ten dollar cover, ten dollar hats five dollar coats or something like that and i'm like I- i've what had a fucking rinky dink bullshit is that it's like, are you wearing socks another dollar sorry <laughs> Don't want the- oh you got shoes two bucks the, pla- the-, the place you. was pretty dope it was set up like a new york city club kind of deal like the music was loud as hell people everywhere but also like that's not really my vibe yeah it does not sound appealing to me no, whatsoever no but i don't yeah well i'm glad you got to pay ten dollars to look at the inside of it yep. for a few minutes i saw it and uh walked out so we we venture on up the street and find this irish bar and there's this woman might have been 32 she might have been 57 i don't really know <laughs> she was smoking a cigarette and she, we were like <laughs> was, she, was she that ageless or were you this drunk at that point no, no wait, she, I didn't was, even, I didn't, she was yeah, she was ageless. We yeah. hadn't even really. Yeah, I didn't even start a drink. I didn't start a drink. I had half a beer. Um, and so I was like, "Where can um people like us go to drink? Like, we would need a fun bar." She looks at the bar that she's at. Goes, "Don't come here. It's not fun." 
I'm like, thank you so much. And she's like, you guys should go to Al's. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's that way. Like, well, no shit. We're in like the middle of downtown Syracuse. So bars everywhere, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bar every 100 feet. So we find this place called Al's Whiskey and Wine. And this place was dope as fuck. Awesome. And she actually, Headless. this the, the nice lady actually said, you guys look like whiskey drinkers. I'm like, we're friends now because <laughs> yeah. we all want whiskey sours. <laughs> yeah. It's not and, that I don't want to partake. I just, I can't have it. So we, we go to Al's Whiskey and Wine. Um, it was a very low key like, kind of place, but it was packed. And naturally, we find an area that we're like, "This is our area." Couches. Yeah. The place was covered in oriental rugs, like a like a patched up like. The lights were dude, red. It was awesome. <laughs> there's chandeliers and lamps, and you know, uh, in the back there's actually a pool table and a uh, pinball board, machine. Pinball yeah. machine. Smelt a little bit like they had a water leak in the seventies that they never <laughs> yeah. fixed. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. musty. Very <laughs> old. Very old place, but I liked the vibe. And, uh, there was eight of us there. The wall, yeah. Oh, the walls were brick, yeah. No, 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 not what? the wall the fuck? of fucking <laughs> are the there, wall are of bottles. There... It was the size of this house, right? The back wall, and it was covered in every single wine or whiskey that you oh, could yeah, find. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. everything. It had to be 200, 300 bottles of yeah. all yeah. different kinds of stuff. That so was... there was eight of us there, I think, and I think each one of us bought a round of eight whiskey sours at one point. So <laughs> I'm going to guess we had about 60 <laughs> yeah, we yeah we 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 kept that place employed for them. There was, that place was, was bumping. There was a lot of people there, but we were standing in line and we were all ordering the same shit. And <laughs> f- like I I looked over and I'm like we we were like we gotta get one of those couches. Well then I see that the like there's like a windowsill almost with a couch and then a table and like just it, it looked like our kind of spot. Like and some, it was like it was, it was rised up away guess, from everybody. Yeah, and I guess that's where the bands play when they have bands, but there was no band, so it was like, we're like that's that's we'll be the band. Yeah. That'll so be our, our spot. Well, the line was taken forever because there were so many people at the bar that Amanda and I went and secured the couch, and we fucking pulled chairs over, and then some kid took a chair from under my feet, and I wanted to kill him. <laughs> but then my drink came right after, so I, I did Yeah, we didn't have, so I went with them too to secure the spot, but we needed, we didn't have enough humans to cover all of it, so like uh, two du- uh, two chicks and this dude. Uh, that must have been their gay best friend, because um, they were not interested in anything he had to say. Like, <laughs> he was like hitting on them, and they were not interested. But, um, <laughs> so they like took our spot, like the rest of our spot. And I'm like, oh, god damn it! Like we needed all of this. And then so the girls, she's we're chatting or whatever, and and uh, Marcus is bringing over shots of cinnamon toast crunch shots. Of course. Up, and I'm like Marcus, like I have to steer the vessel. I can't do shots. He's like, okay, whatever, dude. So I look at this girl. Like, do you want a shot? She's like, No, I don't do shots. And then Marcus brings over ten shots and is like, Do you want a shot? And she's like, Yeah, I'd love one. <laughs> Oof. I'm like, Thank you so much uh, for that. That's that's tough, Bob. Well, if Charlie's not the ugliest one in the room. I guess you got to be that night. It's not the beard okay. because he has a beard too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. I wasn't hitting on her. I just was being friendly and having conversation. Like I got a girl back home, but yeah. That, <laughs> I I told Charlie you were saying that all weekend. <laughs> it didn't matter. Which was true. <laughs> do you want to go get something to eat? No, Brad. I got a girl back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did did not matter what it was. Bob, Bob, are you gonna be able to come out downtown with us tonight? Uh, like all of us as a group collectively? Mm, yeah, I, I got a girl back home, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still coming out with you after. Yeah, uh, okay. right. yeah. No, Al's Al's was a great spot, and they actually stayed open until two, like they advertised. Unlike the last the last place we went to, Coleman's there. Coleman's, yeah, that guy, that bouncer was a dickhead. So on to Saturday, most of them are. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. On to Saturday. Um, what happened Friday night? We just, we just. All oh no, we home? went to Double Penetration Doe after. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was that night. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you called me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> was it Double Penetration or Deep Penetration? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it was any of those. I was. <laughs> I, <think it> was like, <laughs> I thought it was like Pizza Doe or something. No, it's called DP Doe. Oh yeah, that's was it. 
Yeah, just DP dub. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's got to be one of two things: deep or double penetration. <laughs> I'm what just, else could it mean? I'm the guy's just, initials, maybe. Yes, Mike. Thank you. I'm just personally. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> no, <laughs> it can't. No, be. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like chicken, but they're like fries. Like chicken fries? No, no that's, that's not, not it. it. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk into DP Doe, and what really bothered me was that, so I go there all the time in Connecticut, like over by Yukon when I go with uh, Sean, and I always get barbecue chicken. I'm like, I'm going to try something different. So Corey, Bobby, and I both get this fucking, like, It's called the Wake one. the wake and Bacon uh, Calzone. It had ham, bacon, scrambled eggs. eggs and, like, tater tots. In, in a calzone. Yeah. Which, sounds, which sounds, at two thirty in the morning, when you're rinsed off whiskey sours, seems like a good idea. And it probably was good for like our innards because like there was a lot of whiskey and sour going on. But what you don't <laughs> understand is that calzones are typically bread and cheese, and nowhere in that sentence did you hear the word cheese because there was nothing in there that was like liquid at all. It was just like a bunch of like very cardboard. Dry. Yeah, it was like you, yeah. Oh, okay. it was. At least I got was, a milkshake to go with mine. That was I also good, did, but, but I finished it before I got my calzone. But what really bothered me was we walk in and. There's this dude fighting for his life at the counter. Dude, he was <laughs> out. He, he was fighting. He was drunk. He, he was... He was drunk and and uh, like that drunk is the word for it. He couldn't even, couldn't even stand up. He, he was he looked like he was about to throw up all over his shoes, and he had a like a helper who for sure just got off their shift at GameStop, and she like gave up on him and like wandered <laughs> just quit. wandered away. And I went to go order my calzone. And I come back, and the kid's gone. I'm like, there's he must have vanished. There's no way he walked anywhere, and I couldn't find him. And I was pissed because I was really expecting something cool to happen. I think I saw some people carting him off. Wow. Yeah, he he must have been carried like. Hope yeah. that guy's okay. Legs weren't working. Just he was leaned over the counter like like he was gonna order, but I don't think that he was. He was sleeping. I think, I think, they, I think that was holding him up. The yeah. next, yeah, the next thing that was gonna come out of his mouth was gonna be throbs for sure. Um, yeah, that was. I think that was that was the end of our night, but apparently you you guys went to an adult ballet. So <laughs> you guys went to the movie store <laughs> all night long. Narducci's like. Booby store, booby store, we gotta go. I love how that's a term. <laughs> that's my and favorite. I love how you sound just like Brian. <laughs> We're like, dude, whatever, man, just find it. So, red flag number one, he's on his phone, he pulls up, he's like, all right, I got the 10 best uh, gentlemen's clubs, and the guy's on Yelp. Right? He's on Yelp. The people that are leaving Yelp reviews for booby stores probably shouldn't listen to them anyway. Yeah. So he's like, oh, this is a spot. This is at Al's or something like that. We're like, all right, just keep it in your head. We're going out. And we go to that calzone place, and he's talking to this guy outside the, the calzone place. This guy is like junk. I don't even know. He's probably from the streets. You know, It looked like he was homeless, right? I don't was know. Was it the guy that was asking everyone for money so he could get a calzone? <laughs> he almost made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we saw him there. He was right down the street. We, the first time we saw that dude was at the first bar where the lady told us not to go into, and he walked all the way down, and we were literally sitting there, like <laughs> on the little like patio type thing that that where the all windows next to us. We look over, and the guy's walking down the middle of the street, still asking people for calzones. All he had to do was turn Got a around. The dollars fucking, so I get a calzone. <laughs> the place was right behind him, but it was hilarious. It was like <laughs> we don't know anyone in Syracuse, but we're sitting there just taking a drink. Take a drink, we look outside, do one of those double takes, and you're like, oh, we know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he almost made it. Yeah. Uh, so Brian was probably talking to someone like this, you know. Probably that guy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something came up about the booby store, and the guy was like, yeah, that's a spot. Go to that one. And Brian comes in all excited like, the guy out there told me, so it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Oh, okay, Brian. <laughs> so, 
We're like, all right, so we got begging for Cal's own money. Tells you somewhere to go. And Yelp. And Yelp. And Yelp. So we're like, whatever. Let's go. He's like, I gotta buy. I gotta buy Brian. Or I gotta buy Marcus a lap dance because Marcus just turned thirty last week. Oh, the number we should not tell. Whatever. Marcus's birthday was last week, so we show up to this place. We're driving through the hood for like (laughs) five minutes. Brian's like, yo, it's right up here. We walk in this place. I don't even know how to describe it, man. The very small, very loud, um, not our crowd at all. So not not, not Grandview Live. No, 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 not even close. <laughs> I've been to this shitty one in Connecticut, and this one was far shittier. And so we walked in. We stood around for a couple minutes, uh, watched some things that sh- should not be be in my mind <laughs> and Corey and I look at each other and Corey's like I've seen all I've needed to see <laughs> Brian you're an idiot we're leaving <laughs> we walked out of this place so you guys made a great move by not following us there because I mean it was an experience to see but I think it was it was it 20 bucks to get in I don't know Marcus brought out 60 bucks because he knows Corey and I never have cash <laughs> he's like I gotcha. <laughs> walk in, spend about three minutes there, and walk out. But what we're what wasn't just told was the same place. I'm assuming there can't be many strip clubs in Syracuse. We're, we go to the first place, Fagan's. It's closed. Uh, Marcus and Corey go to another bar. They tell us to go there, and then they very quickly walk out and say that place isn't worth our time. We're going over here, like right across the street. So Bobby and I had already parked to go to the first bar. Second bar is right there. We walk in. There is no one in this place. Like it was a place that said that you know we only have whiskey and sour mix, which is a whiskey that's sour. Convenient because that's what we ordered. Yeah, <laughs> and the class of like I was calling them like class of two thousand one because it was all just like a group of like semi older folk that were sitting at the bar all in a circle, and they kept asking all of us to take pictures of them. It was very weird. But so Marcus is like, Narducci keeps sending me pictures of strip clubs. Every picture from Yelp of yes from Yelp. <laughs> All the strip clubs looked like we should definitely not attend. Yeah. Like, they, it, uh, I've seen some really shitty strip clubs. There, there's no shittier strip clubs than the photo. At least the Yelp photos didn't do them justice. I don't know if they have like a professional photographer anywhere. Sounds like Mike confirmed your suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I wish you, I wish you told me that. Well, we were gonna. Well, well, Marcus already knew. Marcus was the one showing me, so he was showing Corey. He wanted and I. to go. Yeah. Well, of course, of course. But yeah, he was showing all of us, and we're like, hey, we're not. No, we're not doing that. It was like 10 o'clock, 10.30, 11, whatever it was. So I'm glad that we didn't end up having to experience that because we went back to Max's. We went back to the Magic Shoes uh, Suites and Inn, Inn and Suites. And um, Max was like, yes, there's going to be somebody there when you get there, um, naturally. So we walked through the door. And um, just like taking it in, nice place. And Max was like, yeah, I'm like an hour out. So I looked at him. I was like, well, we might as well hang out wait for him, have a couple beers. And uh, sort of sitting there and chatting with his friend that was there. And... uh, all of his fire suits are just laying on the floor in the living room. So I was like, Brad, let's put his fire suits on. <laughs> so we're like, you know, getting like, hee hee, we're so funny. And, like trying to cram like my fat ass into one of his fire suits. We're and, fucking rinsed. And too. all of a sudden from the heavens, just hear, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, he goes, that one's definitely dirty. <laughs> he was talking about the one that I had because Bobby told me it was dirty and he fucking heard it on the like cameras that he had. <laughs> oh, from his camera. Yeah. So he talked yeah. over the cameras? <laughs> Apparently, uh, that place is wired. <laughs> yeah. 
Probably he, for a good reason. Yeah, he had security cameras that kept sending him notifications that we were setting them off with the motion <laughs> sensor. So he was watching us put his fire suits on <laughs> and starts talking to us through the cameras. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Now he, like, panics, like, took it off as if, like, he didn't just see what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I got glad that place is wired. Uh, yeah, Why is yeah. that, Brad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad might have started an amateur film. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, One of those teddy bear cams. (laughs) No, this one was wide out in the open. I was just blackout drunk. This one one you could see in the dark. It was awesome, but I just couldn't necessarily see straight. That'll happen. (laughs) (laughs) Bigger jobs. Yeah, you know, I was sleeping by myself, but I was sleeping naked. Probably gave him a show. In the living room on the couch. <laughs> Make yourself at home. There was actually that sounds significantly worse. The, I shouldn't have even lied. The magic shoes. <laughs> just like, rub all by yourself. <laughs> the magic shoes in and sweets was at full capacity Saturday night, so Brad had to sleep on the couch. Yeah, I, w- I was pissed. I had I had my own room set up. I had all my shit spread out, and then I walked into the room, and there was five humans in the bed and one on the floor outside. But I'm like, oh, I'm not sleeping there. And I closed the door. Walked back out, cracked another beer, and by the time I went back to go try the door again, it was locked. I was like, well, I guess I'm sleeping on the couch. And Bobby and Sean were on one couch, <laughs> spooning. And no, I was we by were not, myself. We were not spooning. Sean was sleeping upright. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, he is a vampire, so that makes sense. And so I like took like my two-thirds of the couch and like crammed myself in, and when I woke up at 7, Sean was long gone. So I assume you were oh. back at your residence at this point. Are we talking Saturday night? Uh, yeah, we quickly we just skipped. jumped right into Saturday we night. We skipped how I just oh, didn't shit. make the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, we got we to gotta backtrack. We can. So. That's okay. <laughs> we never really touched on why Sean showed up. So Sean decided he wants to come to Syracuse. Well, well, now we're on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're back to Saturday morning. We yep. don't. Time yep. is a flat circle. Um, so Sean wants to come, but I figured out Sean didn't want to come to the indoor <laughs> race. Just let it happen. <laughs> Sean didn't want to come indoor racing. Sean wanted to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade that was going on in downtown Syracuse Saturday morning. So <laughs> Did he bring his squirt gun? Nope, the super soaker, dude. You're gonna gonna need <laughs> you to just, just sit down for a second <laughs> oh, and no. listen to this. So Friday night happens, and Brad, you know, we're on the way to the bars Friday night. And Brad's like, "Hey, you know, don't mean to be a dick, but um, does this mean you're coming to the parade tomorrow?" Because <laughs> I told Brad, I was "Like, hey, I'm not coming to the parade. Like, I gotta go back to the racetrack." But I didn't have to go back to the racetrack. So we go to this parade. It was 20 degrees outside. We lasted all of 45 seconds. And we're like, "Fuck this! It's too cold. Let's go find a bar." So we find this barcade called three lives had a bunch of like old ass video games in it It was also a bar you could also rent they had like tv set up like you have down here um and you could like rent time on an xbox or a ps4 like so there's just people playing video games like oh all right we we could deal with this probably not our people but um probably the funniest three hours i've ever had in my life so sean brought a bullwhip <laughs> As one does <laughs> and was and was cracking the bullwhip. Um, he also brought this was now remember how much of a gangster ass move it was that Sean decided to buy beach balls and a funnel before he went to Volusia. Yes, he topped that. Oh no, he brought a family sized box of Lucky Charms cereal to the parade, <laughs> and that was a hit. He is always prepared. He, he said, and I quote, "Well, my thought was that I was going to go around and, and just feed it to the hot girls." Um, the problem is, is that we never spent time outside because we got there, we're like, fuck this, and then went to the bar. So then he just had a family-sized bag of Lucky Charms inside the bar, as one, one does. does. <laughs> yeah. in, like, in like a satchel. <laughs> yeah. Like a fanny pack? Yep, yep, 100%. Um, that was a hit. We made all sorts of new friends in this bar. don't remember any of their names, but they were like, we're just our, our table was like in the middle of this bar. So you were the focal point. So everybody would just do a double take. Like what? 
Some fucking Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, you want some? And uh, we were dumping like the marshmallows into shots and into our drinks, giving them to strangers. The waitress was having a hell of a time. Uh, we got featured on their Instagram story. Nice. Wow. Come to find out the bartender used to race big block modifieds. He, this guy didn't look like he knew what direction race cars went around the race <laughs> Like, Just picture a tall, skinny dude that worked at a video game bar. Mike. No, no worse. <laughs> Even more dweebier. Thank you. So the guy... <laughs> You're so welcome. The guy says, like, you know, what are you guys here for? I'm like, oh, I'm here for the indoor races, you know, Syracuse Fairgrounds. And he's like, guys from the area? He's like, no, like, we're from Maine. I was like, I come up here every once in a while to race at Oswego. And he's like, oh, you're a super modified guy. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I raced big block dirt modifieds for like four or five years. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then this motherfucker <laughs> proceeds to tell us about how the reason he stopped racing was because him and his dad's relationship deteriorated and his dad ditched his family. And I'm like, Jesus I didn't, Christ. <laughs> I didn't want to hear any of that, man. Like, it, are you paying me for therapy? <laughs> what is this? It's like, I, we just. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Jack Sauer, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got that, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, about that, man. Like, I'm you're, sorry. You're not, you're not writing it down. It's Jack Sauer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about all that, but, like, that isn't what I came here for. <laughs> Why am I crying at the club right now? <laughs> um, this, and then we played credit card roulette. I lost, so that was $200 of my life. I'm never going to get back. <laughs> After driving down there? Yep. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough yeah, fuck. I spent a lot of money this weekend, dude. Uh, <laughs> fuck. No, so that, that was fun. Had a lot of fun. Sean... Um, Definitely adds an extra element of did he shit did he here. ironically Irish goodbye? Uh, he did in the morning the next day, but it was acceptable. Yeah. Um, but no, so we after that we left and went to the racetrack after that, and the guy in the pit area uh, said, "Sir, you can't have a bull whip in here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even he didn't crack it. <laughs> Give me one he was just reason. walking. I think he actually said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that word for word, that's what he told the guy. <laughs> I think he, and then I also think he threw in the "I'm not even using it," <laughs> and he kept. He loved the line of, <laughs> "Do you need protection?" Yeah. He, <laughs> come on now, get <laughs> go get it. <laughs> He'd walk up Hit to on. everyone he knew in the pit area and be like, "Do you need protection? You all right?" He had it, like tucked away in his jacket. He just flashed his jacket to his bullwhip, like coiled up, like like a true Indianapolis Jones. He's he got the bullwhip and a satchel. He has this like half mullet that's like not quite, not quite in yet. He's just starting it. It's fresh. And these huge glasses. I'm like this. He looks like Indiana Jones with his satchel and his bullwhip and his half. The mullet. satchel doesn't have Lucky Charms in it anymore. It was stuffed full of. Uh, Cookie Chicken. sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it? Ice, ice cream sandwiches, right? Yeah, we stopped yeah. at the gas station and got a 12-pack of ice cream sandwiches. And he stuffed them in his satchel. And he gave away, I think, eight of them. To just random strangers. <laughs> One was my dad. He ate it. The Christophers are notorious for loving their ice cream, so that makes sense. He ate it. Oh, my fuck. He got back to the car to realize that he left a couple of them sitting on Bobby's seat. Luckily, it was cold enough, though. They were still good. I ate one the next morning on our way home. It was foul. Yeah. That one was like melted. <laughs> Brad, 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 we just left Matt, uh, Max's and I was like, you want to stop the store and grab something? He's like, yeah. So he comes out to me just like eating this ice cream sandwich that like had half melted and I'm just wearing it. And I'm like, this was such a terrible idea. It was like 10 a.m. and I got a bright, uh, well, bright, a uh, black rifle coffee fucking like Red Bull looking can deal there. Uh, I didn't even know they sold those in stores and uh, mac and cheese bites <laughs> from uh, Cumberland Farms. I, congrats on shitting. <laughs> this, yeah. We made it. I, have, awesome. I haven't stopped. <laughs> you uh, held it for at least six hours. It's a good thing I'm full of shit. <laughs> do, do you still have a colon after that? No. Oh my god. No. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's been. 
so brutal. Got hemorrhoids though. <laughs> Saturday was was <laughs> good old fashioned hemorrhoids. Saturday was pretty funny. I don't think I had anything else in my notes. I just had three lives. Bartender makes us sad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was cool. Um, I didn't have any notes from this weekend. Racing. Yeah, we went back to oh, yeah, the racetrack race Saturday then. night. Um, first time in indoor auto racing history, a female won a race. Missy Boots what? won the champ cart race. Dude, that was a hell of a race. It was a great race. Mike Perry, we I thought he had it. He drove to the lead, and it was looking pretty good, and they had a caution with like five to go, and he just didn't quite fire off. And, and, uh, they Missy were swapping Boots, the lead. Yeah, yeah like four, four and five cars. wide. Yeah, yeah, it was really good racing. Um, um, I don't know. I think Scott Keister won the championship. Bummer last name, Keister. It's like butt. It's like butt. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? The butt of, he's the butt we, of this we joke. Had the, uh, we made uh, alternate alternate accounts on iRacing with all fake names. And one of them was, uh, well, one of the ideas was Eileen Ulick, <laughs> Mike Rochburns. I had one. Um, <laughs> what was the other one? I had one. I, had, I actually legitimately had one that was Dixon Cider. <laughs> Dixon Cider. Yeah, First name Dixon, last name Cider. <laughs> What's the one I made? We had uh, we had Dick Fitzwell as, as well. Anyway, so Keister <laughs> yeah. won a championship. Yeah. Great name. Yeah. Um, he won the NASCAR championship. The champ cards, yeah. Slingshots. I think Scott Neary won. I don't know who won the championship. I don't know any slingshots like at all. Oh, you'll, you'll know Justin. Fucking and I Paul Hartwig. Uh, Paul was there. Yeah. I think he got lapped, which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was there. Yeah, I seen. I seen his. He, at one point. He had his shirt off in the pit area. Why? And somebody's like, <laughs> Hartwig's got his shirt off, and we all just turned to the left. Like Steve Post in Atlantic City. It was like a car crash. Couldn't look away. <laughs> wasn't uh, it cold out? It was It was pretty nice inside the building. It wasn't. It was, they actually turned the heat on was, at this was place. It, was but, it shirt offable? I think no. he's changing out of his fire suit, um, no. to be completely honest, but um, it was pretty easy <laughs> to pick him out. Shirt offable in an, in an indoor facility? It's usually not recommended. Well... Uh, I will say that masks probably should have been because you could it it I was high as a kite after the first day. The fumes yeah. were the fumes were pretty wicked. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I heard a couple of people complain, like uh, I don't know, it didn't it bothered you with the eyes and yeah, know, my eyes were burning pretty good on Friday, but I think I got used to it. Yeah, yeah. I told the uh, told Swambo that the three C's of Syracuse was uh, coming, crying, and convulsing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How did the whole Swambo do? He did pretty good, actually. Made yeah. the show. He's so. pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I think he, he had some bad luck. Something on Friday broke or something. He's got a Kluth car. Yeah. The new one that Cecily drives. Yeah, so Cecily drove this one at Atlantic City. was fast as shit, but it broke all the time, and he almost won but didn't. And then and Rick built Anthony a new car for this race and put Swanson in the other one, and Anthony was fast as shit and broke every time he went on the racetrack and should have won but didn't. He got sent to the back. Or Patterns. put to the back. Yeah, it was leaking water, patterns. and they made him yeah, fix yeah, it. Yeah. You can't put water down he on the track. He came back to third. I think you got the second. Second, yeah. Right? yeah. Straight shooter was third. Yeah. yeah. Nickname Hall of Fame first ballot. Straight you like shooter. That, don't you? You yeah. Like that, don't you? <laughs> my my friend Ryan Lutz likes it most. He fucking loves it. That's why I think that, about that it. is a great name. Uh, the high side tickler though has my heart. The high side tickler is probably going to be on the first. Probably might one. be the first class, but it's I don't on think the it's podium. First ballot. Yeah. yeah. It's on the podium. I actually have a I have a list started. At, uh, I just respect it because like I've, t- I like the high roller. I've yep. So on the the. I've got uh, five right now. The three first ballots are straight shooter, Scott Cruder, high roller, uh, Andrew Moeller, and 100% Hunter Schoenberg. And then uh, honorable mentions are uh, high side hustler, Jason Feger, and the high side tickler, Kyle Strickler. I like the million. Uh, are we just talking like anybody with a nickname? I'd like to tickle well, a lot. Well, race car drivers. I like the million dollar man, Donnie Moran. <laughs> not on a, not on a, a race one. car. Like, just... Are we talking about like. I prefer what, to what? be the low side liquor, but <clears throat> I get it. Yeah, you can... What like sounds good off the tongue or like. Just, like, just the, cool nicknames. The king. 
I mean, I'm, I'm you know, you know Richard the connection Petty. here, but like, are you Richard Betty? No, oh, but like, talking about that, that's like the yeah. best nickname. Yeah. You can Thanks, have. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> no. like you want Facts one. You want Ryan one that Ford. sounds good. I was trying to cover my own ass because I kind of sounded like a dick there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Richard Petty. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? though? Well, your uncle was the king. Yeah, no, yeah. but would you rather have a cool nickname? Yeah, because like I don't nickname? win races on a consistent basis, so I'd rather have a cool nickname. I don't even race. I just want to tickle a high side, but <laughs> it need extends for that, I think. <laughs> I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Like an extension ladder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's not a it's not a video program. Oh. <laughs> it's not a controller. Uh, Sorry, I'm in a health class in a minute. So then, obviously, Hours, like we touched on earlier, Ryan Bartlett won the TQ race, a, a barn burner of a race. I feel like 19 different guys led led laps. Tommy Tomcat Catalano was looking pretty good for a while, and then he wasn't. Um, Buck Walter got up there, mixed it up. Straight shooter, did he get? He got to the lead at one point, yeah, and then and then didn't have the lead anymore. And um, Andy J made it back up. He wrecked lap one. That's right. Andy J did get piled into the fence by the like this. The, have you seen the kid that drives the forty six TQ? Something Lindsay, half he, my height. He looks like a nine year old boy, <laughs> and every time this kid <laughs> took his helmet off, I swear he keeps his his racing gloves full of hair product because it's like helmet off, gloves off, fix the hair, fix the hair. I'm like my guy. Like you're fucking stressing me out. Chase Briscoe should take notes. Well, that's. Oh, the, I think that. I think that's probably the problem. Is I'm jealous. Like I don't have any hair on the top of my head to do that with, and this kid just has luscious gold hair, uh-huh. and it was very well styled, and uh, has a very badass race car. And uh, the only reason I remember all this is because him and Andy J crashed on lap one of the features. So, yeah, yeah. Andy worked his way back up just to uh, get flipped, and he actually he he did drive it off of the fence though. Was that was beautiful. pretty cool. It was great. Yeah, the right rear like sat on top of the concrete, and he just kept digging, and it drove off the fence and kept going. They really didn't even know to throw the yellow. Never mind the red. Should have like, kept the spot. Yeah. So it just kept the green <laughs> out. Like, what the fuck? Thing was going to have a hell of a next turn at full speed, but yeah. yeah. He oh, would have kept the spot. How much, how much more grip would you have if you were like on the wall? <laughs> like, if, if, Imagine if they sprayed it. Oh, if they sprayed <laughs> the chain link fence, you'd have so much grip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That seems aggressive. Uh, welcome to the Thunderdome. Yeah. So, so Syracuse things happened. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I'll probably go back next year. Um, we were told not to go to Coleman's, and then we went to Coleman's. Oh, that's right. We we continued the party. So, um, what is Colin's last name? I don't remember because it's not his Facebook know. page doesn't have his last name. But Collinsworth H. Oh, the Legend Car kid. Yeah, Brianna uh, Page's like man friend. Damn it! What the hell is his last name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Starts with. Anyways, so we were parked next to. Oh. Yeah, H, right? Yeah, it starts yeah, with an H. Yeah, but I don't remember what his name is. Anyway, so we were parked next to Bobby Weber, and Joey Payne was driving, so it's like his wife's daughter. They were all hanging out anyway. And he's like, so what are you guys doing tonight? No, you know, knows that we were going to party. And we're like, I don't know. He's like, don't go to Coleman's. I was like, it sounds like we're going to go to Coleman's. And then he walked into Coleman's. I was like, so we're not going to Coleman's, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this place, like, so it's obviously it was a day of the St. Patrick's Day parade, and we went to the uh, – <laughs> we went to uh, the – video game bar that was right next to the parade and the the waitress basically told us not to come there later tonight it wasn't because of like her not liking us she loved us which she very much shouldn't have because bobby and sean started acting like children Um, we had an open casket funeral for a mitten (laughs) they're not kidding they cut a to-go box that was full of lucky charms with maple sauce on it and chicken and some lady dropped her mitten on the way to the bathroom and then fucked off and they picked up the mitten cut the box in half and had an open casket funeral for a mitten and told that to everyone that asked. Everyone that walked what? by was like, can you stop by and mourn our friend? 
They they that's always the, straight that's, face. That's the most Sean Foster thing I've ever. But it was heard all me in my entire life, dude. Mm-hmm. And then um, after they were done with the, the funeral and the <laughs> View, wake, viewing hours were one to four. <laughs> after four, they started taking the Lucky Charms and rifling them at each other's faces, which then proceeded <laughs> to put them all over the ground. Um, I was just sitting there because I was all afternoon trying to place a $40 bet on Noah Gregson that wouldn't go through because they wouldn't post the Xfinity Series odds. And that um, turned out to be perfectly fine with me because uh, he didn't do anything good at all on Saturday. <laughs> so He didn't win the race. <laughs> the lady told us to go to the like this square, basically, that had Irish bars because it was a St. Patrick's Day deal. And we don't fucking know Syracuse, but Max had already told us to go to Coleman's or that we should go to Coleman's. So we pull up to Coleman's and it doesn't look like anything's going on because like it's all it, it's just like at the corner of an intersection and of like a neighborhood like not there yeah the parking yeah. lot's like up a hill like way behind it. yeah but there's people walking around when i saw it when we walked in there was or when we got there it was snowing pretty hard and there was no humans around and it looked like the place might be closed the place was very much open like, like you could not walk yeah. at all throughout the whole place so like naturally wall what to we wall do, filled with humans naturally what we humans. do is we go around the <laughs> I, largely I, in red hair I, ireland pretty so we walk all the way around and we get to this corner and there's like just enough room for like three or four of us to stand. Well, we know that there's like eight more people coming. So naturally we're like, we're going to wait until these sorority girls fuck off and then we're going to take this corner over. We started so, like boxing people out. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like standing there with our arms out and there was no one in front of us. Like just, we were like, no, you guys can't. This is our, we, we reserved this spot. This actually. VIP, you got to pay cover. So they only allowed you to buy, like, you had, you had to spend, you had to pay cash, or it had to be more than $20, I think. I don't know, because I didn't spend a dollar at the fucking place. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're using a card, it was a minimum $20 order. So everyone had to get four whiskey sours, so everyone kept coming over with four, whether they wanted one. I got 12 at one point. Yeah, and... You you were great. you were saying how it, you you didn't know how you were gonna handle four of them mm-hmm. and then you walked over with five, <laughs> so that was that was that was a real good job by you because I was having a mild panic attack at the first bar we went to Al's because I didn't know how the fuck to carry four of them so I had one tucked under my arm one in your pocket what yeah I put one in my back pocket <laughs> do it no. do it me put two in your mouth like yeah. walk over with them spilled them anyways yeah well I I was like about to fumble one of them the first night and I was like I just can't, can't. even go order drinks because I'm gonna have a panic there was too many people to fucking try to navigate around so I don't know how you guys did it but <clears throat> yeah I didn't spend a, a dollar inside that place and I'm not necessarily sure how it was really cheap <clears throat> yeah it was i had a coupon it was free free yeah <laughs> uh, i got those 10 drinks and then two michelobes so 12 and it was 75 dollars like oh, that shit. that's fucking stout yeah uh, i can't wait for you to see the portland establishments <laughs> you're gonna be pissed <laughs> <laughs> i already saw it on the marriott website some hotels are like sixty thousand points and points wise i usually get like twenty thousand point hotels so that's like oh, an expensive yeah. ass hotel. So I can only imagine what the drinks same are. quality. Just yeah, Jack Sowers, you're probably spending a ten dollar bill each. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's go have six of them. Yeah, we'll have six of them. But yeah, the, this this place was. Uh, I had a really good time. Really good Saturday. time. Yeah. Well, um, at one point they had a coat check. Oh yeah. Yep. And uh, Marcus <laughs> started taking everyone else's coats. Not coats that necessarily fit him. I believe. Or, her, I believe for men. I believe <laughs> her name was Alex. <laughs> A, what was it? A A D A D. It's like a, it? I don't know, just for lack of example, Syracuse lacrosse or something on it with like a Irish flag and her initials. And Marcus is just wearing it. And it's it like this is mine. <laughs> yeah, and it had a bottle of Malibu in it that we finished. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah. the guy, 
<clears throat> right around while all this is happening, there was the corner we were in had like a bench like around the corner. So Max and I are like, it's time that we take over this par. And we're standing on the bench. like, And there's a big spotlight like on both of us. And we're just like hyping the crowd up while like the Spice Girls is playing. <laughs> and the, the dickhead bouncer, he's like, get down. Get the fucking get down. I'm like, all right, sorry, dude. And then five seconds later, he comes back over as I'm pouring shots of Malibu out of this bottle. He's like, fucking, you guys can't have that. <laughs> like, well, t- joke's on you, dude. It's empty now. Like, <laughs> Give me one good reason. <laughs> yeah, my, my Jack Sours, all of them were topped off with rum. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, we did get shots. Of course, cinnamon toast. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, Mitchie bags. Mitchie bags bought a platter of shots. I bet he didn't wish he didn't do that because <laughs> it bet. was seventy five dollars for twelve drinks and for fourteen shots it was ninety. So twenty percent tip, man. Hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, he actually did. Ma- big math guy here. Uh, yeah. Oh, didn't he Fucking just nerd. give you his card? <laughs> yeah, he gave it to me. I said that's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> you, he tried to give the card back, and Mitch was like, nope. Nope. And I took it, turned around to Marcus. I go, all right, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but instead he just went to the bar and got like literally a platter. It was fantastic. And uh, shout out to Amanda for telling her to get a platter. Because I was like, I was like, I ordered them and I was like, how am I going to carry this back? And she goes to the lady, can we get a platter? I'm like, great idea. (laughs) Big brain brain on Amanda. Great idea. (laughs) She was thinking clearly at that point. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, And then I think uh, Marcus got confronted about his jacket on the way. When we left. Yes. So we had the jacket on the whole time. Mind you, it's like 89 degrees. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, we had showed he up had in North gloves. Faces and sweatshirts, <laughs> and we were all down to T-shirts. He had gloves on at one point and the jacket, and we walk out of this place. And he was wearing his actual hoodie, his own personal yeah. hoodie. Corey got a sweatshirt, too, out of the <laughs> coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah so St. Patrick was I or uh, St. Patrick was Italian. <laughs> they walked back. For the first time, they walked back after the uh, coat check thing, and we're like, what are you wearing? Where did you guys get these things from? I thought Corey bought that the whole time. I thought Marcus was the only one that stole something. Marcus is yelling, lost and found. Like it wasn't like, lost and found. It was coat check, you he clown. Goes, he goes, it was on the floor. I'm like, so? I'm like, leave it on the floor. Whatever. We walk out of this place, and Marcus gets confronted by this older lady, and the AD girl it was, was her daughter that owned the jacket. And he shriveled hard. <laughs> he shriveled real quick. <laughs> It was so funny. I mean, it wasn't like he stuck out like a sore thumb wearing like a small uh, women's, women's hockey, color. or not women's hockey, women's soccer warm-up jacket. This jacket? No. <laughs> Can't be. No, this is mine. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> to, to make it even better, uh, Max knew the girl. Oh, good. <laughs> even yeah. Keeping it warm. Yeah, he was. He found it and wanted Stretched to make sure it got back to the rightful owner. So then uh, the uh, the owner and CEO of the Magic Shoes Inn and Suites invited 30 of us back to his fucking apartment after so we could continue the night. He told us, or he told did. me Thursday, he said, hey, uh, I, I can't get any more noise complaints in my place, so just you, just you two, please. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. So then I'm like, hey, can Sean come over and meet us on Saturday morning? He's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then he showed up back like Friday Friday night, or I guess it was Saturday morning at the time, like 3 a.m., and he's like, why didn't your buddy just stay with us? Like, you fucking told me no one could stay. Like, you told me you didn't want anyone to come over. He's like, ah, I would have been fine. So then we're at the bar, and Coleman's, they said that they were open on their online till 3. Well, it's daylight savings time, so and I guess they've been open all day since like 9 a.m., so 1 o'clock hits, and some dickhead starts yelling at all of us to leave, and they were like, oh, it's daylight savings time, like it's actually 2, which... He kind of had a point, 
because it was going to be, but it didn't go a forward until two. So it was going to be three, pretty sure. So it was still one. Regardless, when we left, it was one. And he's yelling at us to go towards the door, but he's yelling at the people that are farthest from the door and not the people that are standing right in front of the fucking door. So he's yelling and no one's moving. And he's yelling and it's, and it's our whole group. No one's moving. To the point like he's like pointing like, like get, get. So I get behind him yes. and I'm like, go, everybody, go. I'm like I, I'm now a bouncer. And like, if this idiot knew that I was standing behind him, just straight up mocking him, and I'm like, his, like uh, hip thrusting him behind him. This guy would have punched me in the face. He's, he's standing, we did it, though. We cleared the bar out. It was effective. He's yeah. standing right behind my fucking shoulder, screaming at everyone. And he's like, guys, I'm not fucking around. I've been here since nine. We're fucking closing. And I'm like, it says you're up until three online. He's like, yeah, daylight savings time. We don't open all day. We're trying it. Nothing good happens between one and two anyway. So we're closing down early. I had a great this time. This place was <laughs> fucking packed. Like, they they lost out on a lot of business by closing an hour early. They're but he's, probably gonna do okay. he keeps screaming, go, get towards the door. I'm not fucking around. I turn to him and I'm like, I don't let you know this, but we're not the problem. You should probably yell at the people that are in front of us to get to the door to go. And so then he sends like one of his fucking colleagues over to like get everyone to start moving towards the door. It's like, how are we supposed to, are we supposed to trample those people? Cause they're not moving. We're not moving. And I didn't move a muscle the whole time. And then Bobby, I turn around and, and he's helping, helping for sure. <laughs> thousand percent. Um, but yeah, then uh, we, had, it was like we said, one, well, uh, Justin and Matt had finally showed up. And we were like, oh, like, let's go get drinks, whatever. Well, then they closed the bar down, so they drove like 35 minutes for basically nothing until Max was like, oh, well, we'll just have a party at my place. And so we went into Max's place and stuffed 30 people in there like he wanted. Made chicken. He did he, make chicken. Yeah. Yep. I didn't have any. I fell asleep. <laughs> I tapped out. But Yeah, there's a lot of us there. I mean, we were pretty fucking loud. We, we had the game room going. We're, uh, a lot of gritty was being done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Max and I were trying to learn how to gritty. Um, I think I crushed it. I don't know about him. He didn't you guys look so looked hot. extremely white. Thank you. <laughs> it's like the white like crest, noticeably white. The white stripes. That's how white we were, noticeably. Jack White. We were also the only Jack Wood. How much wood could Jack... Saturday night, I actually got a Snapchat <laughs> of Jack Wood that said, how much wood could Jack Wood, and like dot, dot, dot. And I was like, oh, that was the title of one of our shows. People listen to us. <laughs> Amazing how that works. <laughs> Is it a while people listen to this? No. I mean, it's entertaining. <laughs> we we bombarded Mike at Atlantic City with stickers, and, and he's like, yeah, I don't listen to podcasts. But now he's on ours. <laughs> I listen to podcasts. <laughs> then he drives four hours to be on one. <laughs> <laughs> so Welcome. Are you having the best time ever? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. So uh, enough about Syracuse. What's uh, what's twenty twenty two look for uh, looking like for Mike Christopher? You already got a podium on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour at uh, New Smyrna, and then you help fill the field the rest of the week in someone else's car. <laughs> yep. Um, so what's next? What do we got coming on this summer? What do we got to look forward to? SKs uh, with my family team. Um, I'll be racing with Tommy a little bit. Not tour stuff. I- I'm d- I'm running a couple tour shows, but um, not the season. Open shows at Stafford open shows at Thompson. So the, tell us about that relationship too. Cause not Tommy Baldwin's obviously one of the, he's like one of the guys obviously. Right. So how do you get hooked up with him and, and start driving that, you know, seven NY that we all kind of know and love. I feel, um, the, uh, <laughs> my sorry. pal Tommy over here. <laughs> sorry. Everybody listening didn't see that. You just looked at your own chest that says Tommy Baldwin racing. I, yeah. I was trying to figure out the initials T- here. Yeah, it, TBR. It used to be HBR, Hanky Baldwin Racing, and this guy, Al Hanky, is from Connecticut. They're right down the road from me. Owns a construction place. Actually owns Max's uh, dirt cars that he races for. 
was connected with Baldwin. They did other stuff, and I got connected through Tommy to Al, and Al was actually the first one that gave me an SK Modified back in 2015, and somehow connection stayed. Obviously, he knows my dad and uncle, and um, some kind of opportunity came up in 2019 to run one of the open races for Tommy, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just and then like the uh, the infamous night where I was drunk at a party, just saying I wanted to be friends with Mike Christopher. You won the open show in Tommy's car at Thompson that night. Yeah, it was 2020. 2020. We were both winners that night. Yep. And you wouldn't be my friend. I was his friend. <laughs> we sang together. Well, we and the 47 other people that were at this party. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. Mike won a real race with like 40 cars in it. I won a seven-car super modified race, but got the same trophy and flag. I only need two. That's right. <laughs> just like that legend car race. Goddamn right. There was, there was four, but... Actually, there was like 25 cars, but there was only four semi-pros. Uh, I hear you. Did, <coughs> did you guys sing together? Probably. I think everybody did. Because the way it was Sweet thing. Carolina or Country Roads? What was it? <coughs> yes. Probably Country both. Roads. Oh, yeah, Country Amanda? Roads. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah. Sweet Carolina. Oh. That was at the bar on uh, Saturday night, too. Yep. Yep, that was also. Coleman's did a great job at pandering to the white twenty-four to thirty-year-olds. Yeah, that was that was where the nineteen nineteen eighty-five by Bowling for Soup came on, mm. and we all oh, yeah. just screamed. And I have a snap video that I don't remember taking of Mr. Brightside by the Killers. Oh yeah, that also one. we did a great job at that. By the did, way, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that it's good. like when the, we went to Atlantic City and Ebo Night Brooklyn's coming on, yep. and we're all making the jokes of I bet it's just some fucking nerd up there with a laptop playing emo music from when we were in that's school. Exactly what that's it was. Exactly and it was, what was great. Um, yeah. The Spice Girls played at one point, and all the sorority girls were just jumping around. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. How'd they go? My voice is shot, by the way, <laughs> from yelling all weekend. Because the place was so loud. Oh, and the racetrack and the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody was just off the chip, it sounds like. Saturday oh night, God, yeah. yeah. We were off the chip Saturday night. It was like a Daytona Cup bed. race, but everybody was on the chip. <laughs> just yeah. stuck in third gear. <laughs> I thought that you guys were, were headed home. Yeah, we never, never went to sleep. You guys Ubered back to so, the hotel and just didn't sleep. Um, how do we get back to the hotel? Yeah, you took yeah. an Uber. Uh, oh yeah that's right um and got to the hotel sun was just starting to peak and we're like well might as well not go to bed now because at that point it's like you know what do you i was supposed to go home home with my parents at nine ten o'clock it's like i ain't sleeping for that amount of time so Corey and marcus were like all right let's just go so they we got dropped off at our hotel they went to go get the trailer met us at seven o'clock outside the front of the hotel and we took off never slept Actually, we did sleep. I slept for a couple minutes on the way back home, and then I wake up, and we're at a commuter lot, and everybody around me is passed out. <laughs> Marcus, Corey, Amanda. And I'm like, where are we? Why are we is, here? The is sun everyone is, dead? The sun is fully up at this point. When I fell asleep, it was like... Noontime. <laughs> it was just barely up, the full sun. And uh, whatever, we woke up, and I was like, Corey, you ready to go? He's like, yeah. I gave him a monster, and he chugged it, which is wild. <laughs> So we, he's like, yeah, we just pulled over here for an hour and uh, slept, and now let's go. So we didn't fall asleep after that. Brad took a little bit of a snoozy snooze on the way home. Yeah, it was it was very uh, periodical. It was it was like a fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, wake up. I think but you was, wake up. I was like because your head just goes wham, and you wake back up. Like your yeah. neck just turns into like wet pasta when you fall asleep. Yeah, it looks incredibly painful. <laughs> well, well, I, I felt all right. <laughs> A little bit of shoulder pain, but I don't think that came from bash- bashing my head off the window. 
I, I, I remember it was only like a 45 minute span of me just going in and out of falling asleep because then I eventually I was like, I'm just up. And then I got a chocolate milk and a cookie so I could be a real fat piece of shit. And was I was looking like, at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you called him fat, you bully. <laughs> I started my diet. Today. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. Yeah. I'm going to ruin my diet, though, when we go out tonight. I'm gonna end up so, Mike, do you have any questions for us? Jack's eyes. I feel like we barely asked him any questions. Yeah, you just came up to shoot the shit, really. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take questions. You'll take <laughs> questions? No, you're supposed to ask us questions. Yeah. You're interviewing us. Yeah. This is the Mike Christopher podcast. There, there is a... <laughs> Featuring <laughs> Charlie Brad Poppy. <laughs> I feel like the, Mike the Christopher people experience. That, that don't see the setup here... I'm uh, I'm in a chair looking at all three of them. Looking down at us. Just at like down, you're yeah, us. yeah. Like I'm a teacher at a school or something like that. And I'm <laughs> Yeah, all you need is a podium at this point. So it does look like I'm uh important. Should be asking you guys questions. Yeah, we're waiting. I don't I don't have many. Yeah, you what have what any do you guys question. do in Maine? What do we do here? Yeah. Um we, hockey and eat poutine. I work a lot. Eat what? Poutine? Pantois. Excuse me. You is don't that know French? What, you don't know what poutine is? <laughs> we actually don't do that, but it's French fries, cheese, and gravy. Huh? It's Canadian. Oh. What are right. you doing tomorrow? You should come to my shop tomorrow. Check out my car. Well, how far is it? Like half hour from here, 25 minutes. Which way? North. No, not, the wrong way. Not towards Connecticut. <laughs> the wrong way. It's like, the right <laughs> way. It's like west. God damn it. What's, what else are you going to do tomorrow? Uh, go to Portland. <laughs> Don't point at her. That's rude. <laughs> Put your <laughs> finger down. <laughs> we're we're going to go out to breakfast. animal. We're going to go out to breakfast. I'm going to clock in and then clock right back out to take a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably check out the city. Is it good? No, yeah, Port- Portland sucks, dude. Well, it? I mean, as a tourist, it's... Uh, yeah. yeah for I, someone we who's hate never it, been, we hate it because cool. we live here, but... Yeah. So, I don't know. Do that stuff. If, you, if you've never been, I recommend the cobblestones, the waterfront, all that fancy horse shit. We're just used to it. Go so. to Portland, have light. That's literally what we're yeah. doing tonight. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be dark out, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll shine your... We got weather tomorrow. You guys know? You guys watch weather? Yeah, What's it's probably going to be watch, weather I don't watch if the earth still exists. <laughs> I know Putin's doing some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> there will be weather, yes. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts on the growing tension in uh, Russia and Ukraine? <laughs> oh, I remember you asking about that. <laughs> Have you ever uh, heard about the man from 3036? No. Look it up sometime. Yeah, okay. you don't need to. That's ever heard of Target? Saucy. <laughs> Yeah, I got Bobby hooked on this podcast called Wet Jeans. It's fucking hilarious. We wa- we listened to it for six hours yesterday straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ever heard of Target? It's like a Walmart, but a little nicer. Their <laughs> logo's literally a Target. <laughs> uh, we just going to quit Kevin Durant here. So uh, uh, we do have some Patreon questions. Chris, uh, no last name given, says, uh, who is your, this is for, I guess, all of us, but who is your favorite and least favorite broadcaster? I'll start favorite Doc Emmerich, least favorite Danica Patrick. Favorite Matt Buckler. Least favorite? I don't fucking know. Or no, you guys watch MotoGP at all? I, I, I did I've, watch. I've dabbled. I've watched at the gym, so it's like subtitles. That guy is phenomenal. Whoever does the voiceover for that, the, you know, mm-hmm. telling them what they do. You know, the yeah. bikes. He's fantastic. Worst? I've, I have no idea. I, I, I watched the whole cup race Starting yesterday. in <laughs> car number 17. <laughs> Apparently he's not from Plainville, but from Wolcott, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. That was horribly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal is what that was. Yeah. Gosh, uh, <laughs> oh. I don't know. Uh, for me, my favorite broadcaster, I'm dating myself, but people like the, you might remember Charlie, Steve Evans from mm-hmm. uh, TNN, mm-hmm. Diamond P Sports. He was really good. Least favorite? 
Danica Patrick's a great one. She's fucking terrible. I actually, <laughs> but the problem is I haven't heard her yet. Because, oh, it's awful. Because I do this thing now where I just go to the bar and watch the race, but the race is on silent. Like well, I can't yeah, hear it. I so I gonna, really, I can't hear anything. I was gonna say I watched the whole cup race yesterday, which I I don't typically watch green to checkered, but I did. And all it is is her and Clint Boyer just arguing with each other. <laughs> like that's three out. They're just. I should try it. Like she'll say something, and it's usually kind of ignorant, and it's always like geared towards IndyCar for a NASCAR race. And Clint will be like, "No, these are real race cars with like real race fans at at, at these racetracks." Well, and he somebody like would was, shit on her. Somebody every was time. saying that she was during qualifying, during group qualifying. I was like, "Oh well, clearly the second group has an advantage because of the time." And Clint's like, "No, they literally have rules in place, so whatever you just said doesn't happen." And wow. she's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. yeah, literally everything she would say, he'd be like, "Nah, bitch," <laughs> and just like just prove her wrong. Every everything time. that everyone is three thinking. hours because she does bring up IndyCar forty-five fucking times at a NASCAR race. Yeah, it's she like, she was talking about because they, they brought up like the they instead of the well they have mirrors still but they have like that rear view camera deal yeah. she's like yeah it's like when i was in indycar i'd pull this move up off the corner sometimes where i'd like sneak behind their mirror and it'd like look like i was right there and then <laughs> and like then, go then around the curb oh, yeah. oopsies <laughs> <laughs> i turned now and then clint was just like stop talking literally <laughs> just like don't speak anymore like just it would be fantastic <laughs> No, she, uh, yeah, she, she does honest work. Uh, oh, he, I remember- called, he called her sweetie, too, at one point. Was like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, sweetie. Oh. That. Remember when she got on the SRX broadcast and was like, oh, awesome, Bill. That's cool. Do people, like, call him that? And they're like, yeah, that's literally his nickname. <laughs> literally, like, get a T-shirt from the last 50 years. Like, yeah, promise. Um, yeah, I, I would say that my favorite is uh, definitely Alan Beswick, uh, Danica Patrick's co-host. Uh, I will say Joe Buck. Love a Joe Buck. I love how people hate him. I don't know why. Yeah, I like Joe uh, Buck. I love Joe Buck. Least favorite, I don't I don't know, uh, Jack Edwards, actually. I was going to say, I already knew that for you. Yeah, Jack Edwards. Thousand the ultimate homer. Yeah. Respect that because he's a homer for the team that yeah. I, well, uh, I was gonna say, well, now I'll pick. Like. now I'll pick Jack Edwards because I like a Jack Edwards. No shit. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh yeah, Danica Patrick is just a great A worst. I know uh, who I my least favorite is is uh, all right. It was they, when they were both together, it was absolutely infuriating. Dan Fouts and Ian Eagle for would do NFL broadcasts. Uh, Ian Eagle him he's now with Charles Davis, he's way more tolerable now, but like Dan Fouts is an absolute moron and they both hate the Patriots and they would get 90% of the Patriots games during the year. It was absolutely fucking brutal. I got a new uh, favorite. It's uh, whatever Bobby just said. And how much <laughs> of a pompous asshole do you have to be named Ian but call yourself Ian? <laughs> fair, fair. I feel like Mike Tirico doesn't suck either. He's very good. Yeah, yeah very good. he doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, Next Patreon question. Michael yeah. Jervis wants to know, or says, Rocco wants to know how bad oh, your, your father yelled at you the last race of the bowl. <laughs> Very bad. What'd you do? What'd you do? Did you do, did you do a dumb? Uh, did I what? Did you do a dumb? Uh, it was just uh, uh late race restart. I was fast. Had a good car. And uh, Keith made his way up to the uh, second there in a green-white checkered or something like that. Maybe three laps. And uh, I took the top because it was dominant. But, uh, yeah, that's a bad idea when Keith's on the bottom. Uh, he jumped the first restart, called it back, and then uh, I think he jumped the second one, but they didn't call it. And uh, yeah, he ran me up to the third groove, and you had to know that was gonna happen. Got put in the fence, and yeah. Like, but like, my my dad was just mad because I didn't just turn left. And <clears throat> I mean, like I don't care how dominant the top is. If you get a green white checkered and you have leader lane choice, of them, and I smoked everyone, but it was different. Like you just pick the bottom and enter in the top. 
Yeah. And take the guy that's on your outside and just put him out in the fucking No matter what the racetrack the is. Weeds and yeah. Yeah. Live and learn. So what what is that relationship like? Like you and your dad. So obviously every everybody knows Teddy, well, obviously. He's his father. I'm well, sure they thanks. have a pretty good relationship. Thanks. But like so everybody knows Teddy, obviously. That that's a big name. But like I feel like your dad doesn't always get the same amount of credit because he also did a lot of really cool shit obviously too so he knows what he's talking about obviously you're you're doing the modified deal now too is there ever that like like headbutting often because like he's been there and done that or is it go and figure it out and fucking uh wad it up there is there i think there was more uh when i first started racing modifieds because i was just i don't know not great not very good and uh but it's it's slowed down a lot since we've been more successful but any kind of uh altercations like that he's uh for sure to give me a no bullshit his opinion no sugarcoat uh sometimes screaming and yelling kind of answer and uh yeah that's that was uh the all-star race this year was that the first time you ever raced against your dad uh i think so he raced the friday night before but he was in the back (laughs) i don't know but yeah that was uh that all-star race was pretty cool i would pass him stuff like that then you won that right yep that's cool congratulations thanks <laughs> yeah congrats he's on just, all your success what's making this even funnier is he's just staring at me this whole time <laughs> <laughs> he's but trying yeah, to think of an insult good, for you that's yeah. a good point about my dad like not getting I don't know, credit or whatever, but he, he accomplished a lot of shit well, too. Yeah. So he knows what he's talking about so, when he does. So he's just not very good at uh, portraying what is what he feels about stuff. So so we had actually talked about this. We we grabbed a drink at Coppersmith down the road before before. Yeah, we I had to put a here. I had to put a rear clip on a legend car. Sorry, I couldn't join you. And uh, I I was okay. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> it was either do it tonight or do it at six o'clock in the morning tomorrow. And I haven't slept in like five days, so oh, that's fair. Uh, no, so we're we're sitting down at the table. Bradley and I are eating our nice Kaiser salads, and then you guys walk in, and we had the conversation where I very much had no like I had heard of Teddy yeah, Christopher yeah. before. Everybody knows Teddy, the Black Thirteen, whatever. Had no idea he had a twin brother. Had not a clue. And I don't think Bradley did either at the time. <laughs> no first time we ever go to Waterford. So you guys got startled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And not to be morbid, but this yeah. is obviously post everything that had happened with Teddy. <laughs> I'm walking through the pit area, and I look at Brad. I was like, a dead serious dude. Like, I think I just saw a ghost. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? Yeah, yeah. And Brad, Brad's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, look right there. <laughs> I was Do like, you see that's it Teddy Christopher. <laughs> He's yeah. like, holy fuck, that's Teddy Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, very quickly found out Teddy had a twin brother, <laughs> yeah. which uh, that would be Michael Sr., who is your father. Yeah. yeah. Also, you uncultured swine. Yeah. Can you believe this? I, I don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> but you also look much like the two of them as well, too. So I, I'm sure you I get that quite a bit. I don't see it. Rip, really? Yeah, sort of got You don't see it at all. You do have more hair on your head. Well, <laughs> I have my mom's gene for that, so I get, <laughs> I get to keep it, too. It's great. Uh, yeah, fun. so, yeah, not a lot of people from outside of asphalt modified racing. But it, it's no. interesting, though, looking, you know, obviously finding that out and then look, looking into it more. Your dad had, like we, like we just touched on, he, he did a lot of shit, too, though. Like, he, he won championships. He won races. Very well known at Stafford, obviously, and, and won a ton of races. So, like, I just don't understand why we don't always hear about Mike as much. Compa- I mean, Teddy obviously did a lot of shit, too. Well, but a lot, of, a lot of Ted's success came after, like, I guess 2000. You can use, a, use as a benchmark, like, you know, national championship, multiple championships at Stafford, Thompson, modified tour in 08. 
and uh you know the tq midget stuff after but uh yeah all my dad's success was before i was born because once i was born that was, that was pretty much it but he won like i think three at stafford three at thompson do you ever wish you know obviously you probably see trophies and pictures and all that stuff do you ever wish that you could have seen him race oh yeah of course yeah uh, no he no he uh, just was like oh i'm glad my dad quit he <laughs> thanks should've. bob yeah the fucking kind of question well, was you that ever, <laughs> did you ever get to watch your dad race no not really exactly i would I, love and i, I would have loved really to it's a either. no fucking brainer well thanks bob god what a stupid glad to question. have you here glad to have you here sorry i got the vhs uh, tape i'm still angry yeah. that mike bullied me and i'm taking it out on you and you don't deserve it <laughs> But no, I feel like that that's that's obviously got to be cool though. Where with him doing that, now you're doing the same thing and you guys get to kind of bond over that obviously. Like we we all get to do or have done in the past. So um yeah, no, I think that that's pretty neat. Yeah. I mean, it's uh it's a father-son racing relationship. Mm-hmm. It's good and it's bad. Most would call it toxic if they see it from the outside <laughs> looking in cuz people yeah. have for sure heard me and my dad say things that we would never say to another human. And, <laughs> right. And it's like, no, it's fine. That's just a normal week. Like, like we're good. Yeah. We'll be all right. Yeah. It's no, not I... really uh, any kind of uh, discussions that we have that do get heated, or it's mostly just him that gets heated. I just sit there and listen. Cause yeah, you seem I'm like you're pretty like mild. That. You're pretty yeah, mild mannered. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I never get heated in any kind of exchange kind of thing. I'm just pretty fucking calm. That's good. I'm gonna but... start a heated exchange later at the <laughs> bar that we go to. So be ready. I'll just probably laugh it off. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you yes. fucking guy's all mad. He's not a road racer. <laughs> so, so at a, at a young age, how old are you? Twenty, almost twenty three. Almost twenty three. So, at a young age, you've already accomplished quite a bit. You're in the open wheel modified ranks. I think I'm old. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you have any aspirations to like do something different? Are you trying to move on? Are you trying to do something with fenders? Are you trying to do yeah, you know, race course. on Sundays? Or what are we doing here? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously that's like the ultimate goal for any kind of race car driver. But um, yeah, it's a, obviously a lot of work and uh yeah i just i need better direction on uh how to go about that um i think my my dad and my mom would love to see me at that level but i don't think they really have um you know whereabouts of like okay do this do that um and i think one person that i could obviously gotten a lot of help from in that aspect was ted but obviously can't ask about that stuff so yeah, I mean that's something that everyone that races wants to do. But obviously, that's hard. the dream. He he he's in racing because he watched NASCAR. Yeah, but I mean a lot of people to... are content <laughs> with you know doing that's Saturdays. That's a callback. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays. Yeah, I don't care. Friday nights, or you mean like Saturdays, like short track? Well, yeah, like... yeah. A lot of people are content with you know once they get to like a super late model or a modified or something like that. That's what they love. That's what they want to do, and that that you know they're okay with that. But other yeah. people they have those aspirations to you know do you know be on tv or race on sundays or you know stuff like that so yeah i'm I'm cool with what i'm doing right now and i'm having a lot of fun doing it um but yeah the uh uh the national stuff is awesome so <laughs> yeah i'd like to do that what's something that you haven't done yet that you absolutely want to do did you know that's exactly what i was going to ask no okay because <laughs> that's exactly what i was going <laughs> to ask in the realm of possibilities or no either all right, um, Indy Five Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the realm of possibilities, some kind of national series race. I don't care if it's one race or, you know, a whole season or whatever. You talking like top three? Yeah, or like Arca truck, or something Xfinity, like that? Yeah. Arca. Fuck Arca. Dude, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'll take a ride in it, but dude, that shit. That that, that series is bullshit, man. It's hard to watch. Uh, not in the realm of possibilities. Monaco, F one. I fucking love F one. Yeah. MotoGP too. I like the European shit. Yeah, you got a pretty cool helmet. Senna. 
Yeah, yep. t- tell that story because we know, but you don't. Or no, I'm just about he does. Big right. fan <laughs> of Ayrton Senna. So um, you have a, a replica of his helmet. Yeah, with a little bit added touch. I have black on the front with like a design to it. Uh, American flag on one side, Brazilian flag on the other. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I love Senna. Watching his documentary and interviews with he had, he's just a uh, badass racer with the right mindset and uh, good off the track too. I worked with, uh, going back to that guy, Al Hankey. He has a constru- big, big construction place uh, in Connecticut, and I worked for him last year and he has a bunch of uh brazilians that work for him and they're just the best people and every single one of them found out or they would find out that i raced and i would ask every single one of them if they knew who Ayrton senna was and he was they were like yeah he's like a national fixture like they had countrywide memorials for when he died and stuff so he was obviously a big influence on that country so i just love him so yeah i made the helmet i like that yeah it's pretty sick yeah what are you looking at brad I'm uh, just daydreaming of a, uh, a Jack Sour because what I got at the bar beforehand was fucking terrible. Huh. Yeah, so I guess we should probably wrap this up. Um, <laughs> unless you got, any, got anything else, Mike? Anything that you want to get off your chest? Any, any insults you want to toss our way? <laughs> no. um, we throw them like grenades around You want to so hurt our feelings one more time just for old time's sake and never meet your heroes? <laughs> no, I could do that later. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, apologies to Ryan Stewart and Luke Ramont last week. They both oh, yeah. run 57, both prominent friends of ours. Fucking totally forgot I'll them. Stew. Yeah, he had actually like that day. I was like, yeah, I, I wanted to sponsor this week's show, but Brad said it was already sponsored. You know, I wanted number fifty-seven, and then six hours later, I totally forgot they wrote. Didn't, didn't we miss um, uh, Jeff too? Jeff? No, I think we said him. Did we? Jeff Rocco? No. Um, Jeff Gordon. Fortier. Fortier. No, I said that. Did you? Not okay. yeah. Um, NASCAR this week. Um, I won again. Brad finished second again. Charlie finished third again. We're now in a three-way tie uh, with eight points apiece. Chase Elliott for sure went from 18th to 11th on the last lap, and William Byron went from 11th to 18th. Yeah, I was looking good there for a minute. He yeah. was in the so, running around uh, top five and then just quickly wasn't. What so. do you guys have bets going on? Yeah, so we we all pick a driver, and out of the three of us, whoever like does the best gets one point, and whoever finishes second gets two or three, so it's an aggregate score. And the loser... At the end of the year, we don't know what we're going to do, but they have to do something ridiculous in public wearing their full driving getup. <laughs> uh, right now, the clubhouse leader is wear our fire suit and helmet into Grandview Live at Daytona next year. But <laughs> awesome. A little bit of logistic uh, <laughs> issues we're going to have to straighten out there. Yeah, that, there's no way you can make content out of that because uh, videography is very yeah. much frowned upon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not going to let us have it. But. Yeah. Um, so, Charlie, you get to pick first again there at Atlanta this weekend? Ooh, Atlanta. new track. I'm trying yeah. to figure out who it, They have I, an hour worth of I need practice a list of who time. I've used already. Right. So um, you so far have used, um, and for those back home, you get to use each driver twice. Um, you've used Eric Almarola, Kyle Larson, uh, Mi Amigo, and William Byron. <laughs> uh, Atlanta. Uh, didn't they just re- redo that? Yeah, it's yeah. a completely reconfigured track. Yeah. So. Did you not listen to what he just I'm gonna said? I'm going to go with, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick. Okay. Bradley? Uh, William Byron. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Choss Rastain. Been on a bit of a heater. I completely forgot I'm going to Atlanta. Hey, you are going to <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> That's like coming up. Yeah, like days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I got everything pieced together. He doesn't know how he's getting from Charlotte to Atlanta yet, right? No, I think oh you no, do. you do. We do know. You I do, think I've do. ironed out the details. Uh, it's just a bit of uh, custer fuck. There's a whole lot going on in here per usual. Uh, that was the, my brain for the people that aren't watching this because they can't and. Um, I think I got it. I think I got it all figured out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, you know, I don't have a flight home yet 
or necessarily like any of the details ironed out. You know, you're supposed to be like coming ironed back out. home like a week from it's today, a little, right? A little wrinkly. Yeah, I mean, I'm going straight to work too. Uh, <laughs> Easter Bunny 150s this weekend at Hickory. Yes. Um, you know, obviously, Atlanta Cup race. Any other cool racing going on this weekend anywhere? Are, are they, they're doing two days, right? Yep, they're doing Friday two Easter Bunny 150s. Yep. Yeah, they got past super late models, street stonks, and legend cars. Do we know how Caraway went? We know Trevor Sandmore went down there with Dan Colin. <laughs> um, who? Cade uh, Brown Caden, went down there too. But Caden uh, Quapple dominated the race, I C- guess. Cabable. And, and one Travis Quapple's yeah, kid. I didn't see any of them. Gabe broke. Trevor finished fifth, I think. There wasn't a whole lot of coverage of that race, but I guess uh, they don't have cell phone service in that part of the world. So. I'm not a thousand percent sure how you put a $30,000 to win race out and have 17 So come to find out, out, it was a pro late model race, not a super late model race, so it shouldn't have conflicted with the Rattler that much. <clears throat> Rattler they only had a baby Rattler, though, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Rattler be... only had 22 cars. Ty Majeski won that for the 14th time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, that not that I ever really would have a chance at running that or winning it by any means, but I would be scared to win that race. I think because I Cause fucking don't like snacks. hate snakes. No, I don't snake. No, I'll, I'll make you out. Can, with, I'll make out with that motherfucker. I don't no, care. Give you, it to me. You can keep the trophy. Are too. you scared Fuck of snakes, that. Mike? I don't think so. Are you scared of anything? Uh, like meteors. me personally, if a garter snake comes through here, my dress blows <laughs> right up over my head. I squeal like a little girl. It's bad. Yeah. You talked in his answer. <laughs> no one heard it. <laughs> Ask you a question and then don't let you answer. Uh, That's very rude. Meteors. <laughs> That's what I'm scared of. You said that like it was a forced answer. Well, just so you can hear me this time. Well, I mean, he, he's been very good at asking him questions and then talking through his answer. Respect so that. now you heard his answer, and it's a little puzzling. but Like um, rocks <laughs> flying from space? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know when it's going to hit. And it'll take everyone out. So, so why, yeah, it's so pretty why, scary. Why, why, why would you be it? upset about it, though? Like, it's going to just gonna happen. <laughs> but what you if know, he's, that sucks. What if he sees it coming? Or it couldn't. Or or it does, and it doesn't kill everybody, and we have, like, nuclear winter or something like that. It would be terrible. Well, well, human population is, like, junk. What about, but what about, like, all the stuff we yeah, built? We, we could stand to lose a few people, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting pretty crowded. Yeah, but, like, what about all the smart people? Like, yeah, it's, the, it's the risk you take. It's price of doing business, man. Sucks. I don't think that was in the top 100 of answers that I was expecting. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I would have like rocks from the sky, <laughs> like, like yeah. rocks from space. Yeah. yeah, I think that he just when he said smart people, he wants to just kill all three of us. Oh no, my God. no, thousand percent. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Well, he was pretty quick with the no, so I'm a little worried now. He pretty much say, thinks that he's smarter than all of us, which he may also oh be correct. Oh, my God, definitely. <laughs> what about, like, the people that, like, made the cell phones, you know? It's like, I can't make Fuck that. those people. They are ruining our lives. No. <clears throat> cell phones are great. He wouldn't have been able to get here. My dad tells stories of how they would just wake up in the morning and drive four hours to a racetrack just to get there and be like, oh, there's no race today. And just be like, oh, okay. And they'd turn around and go home. Like, life without cell phones was so much happier, I feel like. That I'd does be, not seem so like a bad. happy situation that sounds whatsoever. Awful. No. But that was just like the norm. Like that was just okay. You're like, oh, okay, well, shit. Right. I don't believe that there no. wasn't a single phone number you could even call and be like, "Are you guys racing today?" Before you drive four hours, the track phone you could definitely call. So that. what it was right. was they were racing in Oswego in New York, and they were coming home on Sunday. And before Loudon was Loudon, it was Briar Motorsports Park, and they were like, "Yep, they're gonna have a doubleheader, Oswego Briar on Sunday." So they all drove to Briar, and they're like, "No, nah, there's no race today." You know that's what happened to my dad and uncle the first time went to Stafford. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I heard, showed up on I, the wrong. I think day. that was on. Was it on the documentary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I heard that story. The f- the first time they went. Yeah, they never went to racing or anything and heard about it, and they showed up and it was. Yeah, it wasn't there. <laughs> so they went to Pomfret instead. Yeah, and then got go karts. Yep, and that's how it started. If you haven't heard yeah. uh, previous guest Bonza Tufa's documentary on Ted Christopher, it's on YouTube. Uh, it's worth two and a half hours of your time. 
It's fantastic. It's you actually been it's been worth great. five hours of my time because I watched it twice. I just watched oh. it like a month ago for the first time. Yeah. You make an appearance, do you not? A bunch of them. Bunch yeah. of it. Yeah. No, no, he's not yeah. on it at all. What, so what was that like? I mean, I mean, Bonsed. How did that even? Did Bonsed just like show up at your house, or how's that work? Yeah, I mean, he contacted. He, he did a a shit ton of work for that. Yeah, contacted a lot of people, and uh, yeah, it took a while to make with a bunch of different interviews, and then obviously putting it together and production wise. But uh, what was the question? How did it start? I don't yeah, know. He just he, he, oh he, he just reached out to you guys and said. Yeah, he needed to do a his uh, end school project. What the hell is that thing called? Capstone. Okay. Yeah. Is that high school? Or See, Charlie school? asked you a question that he already knew the answer to because we had Bonds on, and he asked Bonds the oh. exact same question. <laughs> I just turned to Amanda because I know she's smarter and she knows that stuff. But, yeah, he had to do that, and so he <coughs> made a movie. He had to make some kind of movie because that's what he went to school for. So he, uh, yeah, wanted to do it on us. Or not me. You know what I mean. Is it <laughs> weird watching yourself, like, on TV, no, on that documentary, no, I, fuck, I, like, I can't I even. Love it. I can't even listen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, he, he drove to Maine to be on a podcast. He loves listening to hear, or loves hearing and watching himself. I mean, I I, I can't. just been in a lot of you know the just racing in general is yeah. You kind of have to get shit. used. You kind of yeah. have to get used to being in the spotlight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend says you have a big head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Well, you didn't make the race Saturday night, so hopefully that shrinks your head a little bit. Yeah. It's very, uh, yeah, it sucks, but I'm not gonna. At least you don't. At least you don't it. suck at road racing. Nope. Well, at least you made Atlantic City, sort of. Yeah, I won't. No, I didn't. I, yeah. We also took a provisional that count. weekend, so I don't fine. count that provisional shit. But whatever, I made it. That's the only reason. And then I the ship broke. Well, I, I didn't make Allentown because I suck. I didn't make it because it blew up. So got that for me. Got that going for me. You had a hell of a season. You should uh, you should get your car to be on the same maintenance program that the 49's on because 49 uh, made all three races and won the championship. I know. That's my teammate. It's yeah. the same exact car. Thank you. That's the point. So the, the good news same is... Same exact car. The good news is <laughs> that the uh, outdoor season <laughs> starts very soon. Yeah. It, so. already t- it actually already started for old Michael. Oh, yeah. The tour race in it. Yeah. New Smyrna. Starting in the next spot. So he's going for... Tommy's going for the tour owner's in championship. car number 17. <laughs> Me. I'm Junior. Who else does he have? Yeah, I'm Junior. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. That's for Junior. I'm Junior. (laughs) Do we have anything else, guys? You are Junior. I think that's it. Wrap this thing up. I'm thirsty. I'm actually kind of hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could fuck up a nacho as long as Junior's not going to call me fat. You should probably just eat it. I ain't going to call you fat. He might might call you fat. Well, Well, thank you for coming all the way up here. He's putting his mic down, so he's done. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Yeah. Episode 158, uh, Eric Godale. Jimmy Hebert. Do you know any number 58s? Wasn't Lyman McKegg a 58? Passportsman, yeah. Passportsman. 58. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <That'll Perfect. do. laughs> that was it. <laughs> Episode 158, Never Meet Your Heroes. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.